I never did fantasy football, fantasy basketball. I did fantasy football. I was nice. The pool that I was in is pretty cool. It's my first time doing it. You know, you got you got what, like fourteen weeks in the season, whatever. Basically, we have probably about like twelve people. You just got to pick a team every week. Now, you, the strategy is you can't pick the same team at all. Okay. And you only get two losses. After two losses, you out, but you can buy back in one time. Okay. So technically, three losses. Throughout the whole season, you just gotta pick the team for week one. Pick the team, but you pick them that week. Pick the team for week one, two, three, four, all the way, and you gotta try to just keep pick the winning team. But you gotta be smart about it because if you pick all the good teams, blah blah blah, you know what I mean. Then at the end, you pick the bad teams. Most likely, you're gonna you're gonna be out of here, right? But the good part about it is with the season like now, you never know who gonna win because like the Dolphins just lost. I had been on the Bucks and they lost, you know what I mean? Like a lot of the good teams lost to some sour teams this year and like that be fucking people money up. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So but it's good season. It's good I feel season. like the close. NFL is more up in the air than the NBA at all times. Right. Like with the NBA, we for the most part there was a lot of seasons where niggas knew what was up. Like at the right. beginning of the season, you everybody looked at each other and was like, We gonna watch this shit. Well we kinda know what's up, like f- for the most part. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now it's looking crazy. Especially seeing the Lakers doing bad. Oh, yeah. oh, Golden State, we know. Yeah, they went, they went crazy last night. You know, I think certain teams are a little surprising. Like I didn't think Miami was going to be as bad as they are right now. Right, I didn't think the Jazz was going to be as solid as they looking. Oh yeah, like right now the Jazz is actually solid out of that trade that they did for Gobert and um, um got rid of him and got rid of Don Mitchell and they actually have a winning record or something like close to it. True that. You know, we never really do. Uh, sports stuff. I have, I have a homie who has a sports pod, and he was talking to me recently. And he he listens to the show. Shouts out to my guy. Um, and he was talking <coughs> to me about the possibility of um, our expansion going into next season. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, if we have a a market for sports, would we want to do collab work for sports? And I was like, well, how well how the hell would that work? And he yeah. was like. Well, have I ever started? And I guess we might as well open with this. He wanted to know if I ever thought about pivoting to a position where I don't have to be on the episodes. And I was like, okay, like what? And he was like, kind of like Adam on No Jumper. He was like, everybody knows No Jumper is Adam 22. He's like, everybody knows Reggie Days Radio is Reggie Days. He was like, but you don't have to be there. That makes sense. Uh, okay. And I was like, okay, well, how would I do that, though? And he was like, well, yeah. think about it. If you had, let's say, rotating sports people, um, kind of like how they do on ESPN, kind of yeah, like how they do on right. Fox Sports or whatever, yeah. you have analysts come in. You, you would be the Listen one. To, I would be the one to sit down and like write the topics, write certain things out mm-hmm. or whatever, and still like organize the show. Yeah, I just don't film it or do it. Right. I just yeah. wait till the show's done. Gotcha. And Interesting. you know, I I wanted to throw that out to the fans, throw that bone out, and see what you guys think about it. There's going to be a poll up on um, Spotify, which leads to another thing. I'm glad I said this. Now, yet again, transparency. Apple kind of sucks, man, and I got to be the one to say this. Um, Tell I have a lot Apple of issues, sucks. like as a podcaster, as a creator, we always have. If we have issues, like technical support issues. It's always Apple Podcasts, the Apple Podcast app. Mm-hmm. They don't allow us to change our covers, so nobody sees. <laughs> if you if you only like go to the Apple Podcast app and you don't go 
to our like Instagram or you don't yeah. go to like Spotify or anything else, they don't see none of the covers we have. Yeah, yeah, I'm missing some, right. some digital art now. So that's one thing. The other thing is they don't see any video. So like even if we were to do like the 1v1 that I posted recently with yeah. me sitting down with the homie Brandon and talking about his black anime that he's trying to set up and everything. Yeah. All the Apple people, they could hear it, but Apple doesn't allow video to stream on Apple Podcasts. No, oh, wow. So they allow it to stream on Apple TV, right? But but not Apple Podcasts. Uh, the podcast uh, app doesn't give that ability. Okay. So All right. I'm not telling people to leave Apple. I'm not going to say that. But what I will say is... Get something else. If you do have the ability and you do want to check it out, Spotify gives us a lot more ability and Anchor gives us a lot more ability. Anchor, you can watch video. Mm-hmm. Yep. Spotify, you can watch video. Yeah. Anchor, you get to see all the you know images changing and stuff. Spotify as well. And there's no... Um, you don't have to pay for that. Like, you do have to pay for the music and stuff like that. Yeah. But for Spotify, if you just download the app and let's say, like, you don't pay for a subscription and stuff like that, you could just listen to pods. Right. For sure. Or watch pods as much as you want and you're fine. Like, there's no thing with that. So just something that I, I did want to put on a lot of people's brains. Because I have had some emails before. Um, <laughs> I got a spike in emails when we did the 1v1 episode. I dropped the 1v1 mm-hmm. episode and there was a lot of people and I realized all of these people because I, I emailed them back. I started you know opening the conversation with them or whatever. Yeah. They're all using Apple Podcasts. Wow. And they were all telling me, they were like, yo, you know, <laughs> there's portions in there. They were like, is this supposed to be the audio to a visual? Yeah, because there's like there's portions in there where you stop talking and we could hear sound effects and we could hear different stuff or whatever. Is there something playing? And I'm like, yeah, we, I laced the whole video into that and everything. They're no, like, wow. we can't see none of that. Didn't even know, fam. That's crazy. Yeah. So the, another thing to let you guys know that we do listen. You know, we do read into these emails. Thank you guys for Thank reaching you. out and corresponding. Um, that's something that we can't control. I reached out to Apple and let them know the things that you guys were saying, and they were telling us that that's just how it is. As far as like Apple Podcasts, there's just not the ability to dual layer your podcast. So if it's audio, it's just going to be audio. And mm-hmm. if it's video, you would have to do a whole different thing and try to send it into like Apple TV or Apple Apple One, I think is the name of it, or Apple Plus, whatever the hell the, mm-hmm. the streaming service is for, for video. But yeah, they don't do that. Unless if we were artists, though, if we're music artists, they do let you on the regular Apple Music app, you can upload a song. And upload the music video. Mm, okay. I could do that for music, but apparently I can't do that for podcasting. Didn't even know that. That's good to know though. That's good to know though for yeah, man. ourselves and our listeners. Yeah, but I mean. thank you guys for reaching out. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> that that stuff is still up there and available if you want to go through Spotify. Another thing is within Spotify, and this is not an ad, even though it sounds like it. Uh, that's usually where we put up our polls. That's where we have our questionnaire box. That's mm-hmm. where we have all that stuff. If you want to reach out to us and it's even quicker than sending an email, you pull up the podcast. There's a box right there that says Q and a, you could just tap on the box and just message us right then and there. Tap, tap. So that's, that's way easier. It's and not, we responding. Yeah. And like I said, we this responded. is not an ad, but it works. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an ad, but tap in. Yeah. Most deaf, most deaf. How y'all boys feeling, man? Hey, awesome, man. man. It's good. It's been a long week. We're closing out the year, but I feel good. I feel like this last year was definitely better than the year before. Why I say that, I don't know, man. I think it's just 
things just changing. You know what I mean? I feel good. I'm usually a person who, um, you know, I said this last year on the pod. I'm I'm that person who takes the inventory yeah. as far as at the end of the year to like look at myself and be like, how am I doing? How am I performing and stuff like that? And yeah. you know, I feel like um, I haven't. It's not that I haven't done inventory this year. It's that I I feel like I'm more proud of what I've achieved this year than other years in the past. It's just um, words right out my mouth, man. It feels it feels like more progress has been made. It feels like I'm doing better, living better, um, and I feel like certain parts of my life are converging in ways where I'm a lot happier. You know, I'm able to. There's a lot of friends that I've reconnected with, you know, from the past, and there's a lot of friends that I feel like I've been able to make more time to see and, yeah. you know, do do a lot more with. So that feels good too. And there's just certain portions of everything that just feels like it's trending on the up and up. So. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and I know y'all thought we were going to skip the intro, but fuck that. I'm going to start off with a bit of an Atlanta feel. So shouts out to all of our Atlanta listeners. A bit of an old record for those who like Kilo Ali. Let's get it. For Natena. Reggie Days Radio. Kick back, relax, and enjoy. I met this girl in Atlanta. Let me play in the missile. She get my diss on his all. It never goes since I'm from the side to the side. The bitch gon' get it all. From the top of my dick to the bottom of my pizzle. I feel a fingernail when she grab it and beat it. She ready to eat it whenever I skeet it. She did it in the dark and in the light. She won't do it. She be unzipping my pants and she be getting straight to it. No, it was not a dream. What's up? What's up? 
What's up, what's happening? I go by the name of Reggie Days, man, and this is yet another episode of Reality Bites. Today I'm joined by my right hand man, Shame the Dream. And we are also joined by Chef. I take four, five, six, and blow them holes that's seven. All day. She said she never tried. She said, in there, telling a motherfucking lie. Now, how many licks does it take to make my dick split? Well, not many licks if the bitch is a good trick. Now, any nigga can talk to a bitch and get the bitch to fuck. But how many niggas can talk to the bitch and get their dick something like me? A pimp that you never saw. Now, how do you say, Menage et Trois? When my shit gets off, she made my shit get long. I see nothing, I see nothing, I see nothing wrong. Ooh, yeah. So, wow, I wasn't going to do this, wow. but I got a little preview for, of next season for everybody. So, for all my teachers out there, y'all gonna really fuck with this segment. So there's a segment called bell work that I'm working on, right? Working on the bell. Y'all remember bell work in school? Now, to give you guys a little bit of an idea for those who haven't been in school for a while like us. Yeah. Bell work is when you first walk into the class, there might be, your teacher might have, a, like, let's say two questions on the board. Okay. Or even three questions on the board. And the idea is, as you guys, you know, are collecting your stuff and sitting down and getting ready to begin the lesson. Okay. It's just, I know you know, okay. some reminder problems of either A, what y'all been working on, or B, a little preview, a little taste of what's going on coming forward. Right. Um, so, bell work is going to be a question. Okay. All right. Anytime we get a listener letter that's mad short, I'm going to just throw it in the bell work column. So, for this week's bell work, we need a guy's name. I'm still banned, but um, <laughs> you banned, banned. All right, let's go. Steve-o. With, uh, we, we go with Steve-O, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve-O. All right, bet. So Steve-O got a question. Super short and to the point. How can you tell, how do you tell a woman that you're dating that the head is terrible? Um, you start <laughs> by telling her the head is terrible and then... You know, kind of live with the results to get your ass beat. <laughs> don't, 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 don't do what I said. But seriously, I don't know. One of y'all answer. Bell work, bell work, bell work. Cook Let's get this to one. It. Cook this one on you. Oh, you because absolutely because I'm supposed to be a disciple in here. I mean, you, know, <laughs> you can disciple this. Man, well, you better disciple decipher some videos or something. There, watch some. Uh, Online Would you, material. Okay, no, let, let's okay. Let's start small. <laughs> tutorials. Let, <let's> start. <laughs> we gonna call them tutorials. Not let, tutorials. Let's start small. First question is: Would you tell her? Yes, yes or no? No, oh, absolutely. Bro. You would tell her. Yeah. Especially if she. If she's my, if you my chick, you up with her teeth. <laughs> still <laughs> scratching. Nah. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> if you my chick, you gotta know. You know what I'm saying? How come you don't ever ask for no head? I call cap. I call for. I, I was, how come you, you don't ever ask for no Here's head? why I call cap. Majority of uh, men, majority of men, don't tell. We do not tell women when they have terrible sex. We just leave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean that. <laughs> no, that no, too. Because we know the raggedy. Well, not raggedy, but y'all know the chick around the corner that's gonna, you know, 
but go that, crazy. Okay, right? so my question is: but, so this is your girl, your if, queen, your girl. She got to know if everything. What if, if, we what if everything in, else is good though, and it's just that? If we, that's a good question. That's a good question. <laughs> so if this, you answer your own question. If everything's great, but that's terrible, how do you deal with that? I. I just told you this tutorial. So you're gonna tell her? You gonna send her a fucking link, a superhead? No, how do I need this like that? How do you approach it? I'm saying you're not just gonna send her a link out the blue. Are you gonna talk to her? Are you gonna text her? Are you gonna like? How are you gonna approach this? Do you know Corinne Stephens? I don't know. Maybe if we like sitting in the bed and we in the mood watching something on the TV, and maybe you know you just click and say, "Oh, like what's this?" and you get to watching it, and maybe it'd be like. So you gonna you know, there's a whole setup. Drive it in there, yeah. <laughs> there's a whole setup to. Okay, so here's I'm I'm a, I'm gonna be honest. Something. I've never been in the situation where I've had to do that as far as in a relationship. And here's here's why I, I here's why you gotta test drive the car before you uh, put your name on the lease, right? <laughs> she wouldn't have been my girl. Bingo. This is nah, why. Nah. Okay. So before I answer something. his question, right? Here's before I even answer the question. This is why. This is why. <laughs> this, I gotta, you gotta this put white, the African. This, this is right why. here. Yo, that is the worst accent. Nah, I wasn't trying. I wasn't trying to be African. It was just. This is why we can't do shit like that. I need to know before I sit there and like put you know okay put some stock into this, try everything and do all of that and. and before the emotions even hit, I need to know what I am signing up for. And if I don't like it, I'm getting the fuck up out of there. This how I, I can't it. do that. Yeah. Now, let's say hypothetically, I'm a wild nigga and I jumped in head first before knowing that, that the head, head was, was the worst. <laughs> right? Yeah. What a dickhead. This, <laughs> <laughs> this would be my, like... I don't think I would be able to just sit there look at look her in the face and be like, nah, that ain't it. Like hit her, <laughs> like, like hit her with the Randy. Like imagine she down there and she doing work and she come up and she look at you, you're like, it's a no for me, dog. Damn. <laughs> I don't think I could do that. I would have to Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I try to I try to find another way. I'd have to do what Chef did. Like yeah. I'd have to go the whole way around it and like put on a whole production. I would well, turn into think about it. I would like, turn into Tyler if, Perry. If, when it, it depends when on the level you like. Mm. No, I'd say it depends on the level of like how you like Shorty though True. too. Like if if you got a Shorty who she just literally might not be so experienced. I won't I won't put a word on it. Right, you gonna tolerate it, but to an extent. But you st- should still at least. And if I'm doing it, I'm communicating. Like yo. You should do it like this. I prefer it like I prefer it like this. If you say it like that, you're not. No, no I feel you. You're, you're not, not violating it because I could be ignorant. And be like, yo, like what the fuck are you doing? She gotta watch the videos. Like, like this is my. I would never do that though. Like, okay, it's me talking from my villain side. I always look at. I like. I'm looking at the pro in it, and it's just like, you know, when a woman isn't good at something, she's eager, most likely to like learn. So even though it might that's not be subjective. the that's best, that's <laughs> nah, you got to no, think, bro. No, no, if, if she no, wants to no, please you and, no. and, and, and let it's him not, do it, let, let him stay finish. there. Let no. him stay if there. If she's not pleasing you and, and she wants to please you and she wants to make you happy, just think about how much more head you gonna get. Even though it's not good head, it could eventually work herself. Well, I mean, I don't want she's shooting in the gym. Good job, keep up the good work. <laughs> I don't I want you. an all. She's gonna be trying every day. Like I'm gonna get this right. 
I don't want an all you can receive pass of mediocre head. I don't need that. I don't. It's kind of like you know. It's, <laughs> it's like getting a coupon for bullshit you don't want. It's like, <laughs> yes. like at that Whoa. point, it makes me think that this girl's head is like Burger King chicken nuggets. Like I oh, don't want. No. I don't. I don't care if it's forty nuggets. They about for to give $2. you forty for two. <laughs> so I don't care. I don't want one. Like I don't. What am I gonna do with thirty nine more of these that I yeah. don't want? <laughs> that that can't be that goddamn bad. Sheesh. Some <laughs> motherfucker. Nope. I think nope. the fact that he's asking us this question, I feel like, now this is me making an assumption, the fact that he asked this question, either A, they have a communication problem, because he feels like, he, this is not something where he feels like, I could just ask her this, I could just this and that. Either A, that, or B, he feels like she may even have that ego twitch. You know them people that if you even approach it this way or approach it with this, All she gonna shut down. Off. She gonna shut down All and she gonna wall out. All bets are off. That type of thing. Oh, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. She, maybe she's just not putting in the right effort. Maybe she really that's her way out of it. I was gonna say, what <laughs> yeah, if she just don't want to do it? There's that intention of not doing it right no thing, and then you get rewarded for whatever you did to make her feel like she wanted to reward you or she was drunk or some Ooh, shit. She evil. Yeah, I've heard that from, I will say this, I've had women tell me that before, that they would purposefully be terrible so that a dude won't ask for it from them. Right. But then again, if your girlfriend is doing that to you, you got to get out of there. Nah, your girlfriend, because that means she she never really going to love you unconditionally because she would. That's a hell of a condition. Correct. (laughs) Or, and I hate to be that guy, what if she's unable to love him unconditionally because he got a condition? Oh, um. Because there's a lot of women that, you know, if things ain't what they would like for them to be, they'll date you. They'll let you take them out and this and that. But they ain't going to love what they're doing down there. Mm. Uh, mm. And speaking of chicken nuggets, I ain't. Yeah, we're just going to. That's good. That's that's funny. We're going to go back and set the tone back again. And <laughs> But that was bell work. Shout out to the bell work. If y'all want us to continue doing uh, the bell work, go ahead and, you know, either A, email us. B, if you're on Spotify, go ahead and answer the uh, Q&A right there. Tap on there and uh, do that. We're jumping right back into the show. Let's get it. We need a little school oh, bell. I was gonna... Bad boy. Mic check, mic check. Getting the vibes back going. Nice little sound check for the people Go ahead and get your food, get your drinks Kick your feet up We're about to take y'all for a little bit of a ride Last train to Paris All Last train to Paris Photographer's dream, count cream as my chain swing. Mac 11 for the things that the days bring. I'm after cheddar, dead and money, yeah, I chase cream. Petting leather like I'm puffy in my saline. I rock jewels like my niggas in the 18. I'm out of space, can't you see I am an alien? My wrist A-list, Automer is ageless. Bezel it up like a billboard out in Vegas. You can't be serious, baby, you know I'm on top five, but continue to the most high. 
dope boy, and there's even in the bow tie. Oh boy, cause you know I got them close ties. The last train to Paris, wheels look like a Ferris, your jeweler should be embarrassed. I rip the ruler, my moolah produced the carrot. Let's go. Let's bow our heads, I gave you something to cherish. Yeah, yeah. Came from heaven just to sing a song for you. Shouts out to everybody out there who's been listening, man. Shouts out to the people listening on Spotify, on Apple, on Breaker, Stitcher. You know, we just got a notification that on Amazon we were in the top 99 percentile of podcasts in our genre. So for those who are here for society and culture, thank you, man. You know, this we do this for you. We do this for you. So we're just trying to set this vibe. Hopefully y'all are going to love this episode. This is... Our third to last episode for the season, so sit back, relax, kick your feet up, man, and enjoy. Let's get to it. When the angels call, Diddy, Dirty Money, Rick Ross, Angels. The angels call like. That's exactly what homie's girlfriend gonna say to him. Love don't live here no more. Shouts out to the office people, the construction workers. Uh, ain't no shook hands in Brooklyn. Army fatigue, big fatigue, the enemy. Look, man, you wanna man, see me locked man. up, shot up. Mom's crotched up over the casket, screaming bastard, crying. No, my friends is lying. I know who killed them, filled them with them rugas from their rugas or their deserts. Dying ain't the shit, but it's pleasant. Uh, Kinda quiet. Uh, Watch my niggas bring the uh, riot. Right. One day, one day we're going to put together a playlist of my favorite non-singing-ass niggas singing songs. This would be a great karaoke record. Shouts out to everybody listening to us out there who are teachers, everybody who listens to are lawyers, everybody who is is in an office space, man, just trying to get taken away. We're trying to take y'all on a little bit of a journey today. 
We won't let you go. Reggie Days Radio. All my bitches ask me how many bitches I got. Can you count the raindrops as you look in the sky? Are you my main bitch or just a chick on the side? Can I trust you with some chips or just keys to my ride? If you're not a soldier, then you just wasting my time. I chase money, that tequila, I lace it with limes. So infectious with this flow, but this took me some time. Sky miles up the ass, but she's one of a kind. You meet the quotas, then you get the serenade. Crock loafers, long sleeve silks be tailor made. Black chauffeurs who open the doing anything. It's amazing the jealousy all this chatter brings. I can see a million with a pair of dice. Ankle monitors logging me on the satellites. It's Basquiat boss when it come to paint. And when I'm following my heart, don't tell me what I can't. You know, when the, when the weather starts falling and it starts getting cold outside, man, there's certain people that I like hearing from. Harry Fraud, French Montana, Rick, Rock, Rick Ross, man. And when the three of them link up for one record, you know, you already know that that blue magic, that feel, that powder, it's going to hit a little different. Reggie Days Radio. I was pushing that H by the Ezo. I was busting down them Oreos like Lizzo. I was hustling on the block, <laughs> the cross street That high got me feeling like Quaaludes from Wolf of Wall Street I was caught up with that white girl like I'm Tiger Woods On the painkillers, but I'm driving good She wanna fuck for hours cause my money long Dropping bags, they call me Mr. Get Your Tummy Gone Michael Jackson with the glove, word to Mother Catherine Like the pirates from Somalia, called Boy Captain Helicopters from the Hamptons trying to beat the traffic Then I dip out like Kowal in it, did the rappers I was popping on them Pepas like Farugo Stuck on the island like I'm Robinson Caruso That's offshore for IRS for the loopholes They said it's lonely at the top, but check the view though You know, that's one of my favorite uh, lines to debunk People always say that it's lonely at the top But in reality, dog, it's never the niggas who've been at the top who say that now that I'm a man, you come along, and I cannot let you go. Right now, right about now would be the time I would hit the drop if we had a official show drop. By the way, for those who want to submit those, you know, Reggie Days Radio at gmail.com next season. <laughs> oh, y'all finna. Man, all right. How y'all boys feeling, man? Amazing right now. Super lit. All right. So jumping into the pod, man, there's a new movie coming out. And it's got my goat in it, Eddie Murphy. And he's married to Nia Long in the movie. Apparently their child is um, um, Lauren London in that movie. And it's a guess who's coming to dinner type of movie where Lauren London is supposed to be... um, engaged to wow I can't believe the name is going blank for me Wolf of Wall Street not Leo but the other guy um, he was also the main character for 21 Jump Street damn oh he's also um, um, Channing Tatum no not Channing Tatum the other, the other guy one. Oh, Jonah Hill yeah. Jonah Hill there we go so Jonah Hill <clears throat> and Jonah Hill is uh, engaged to Lauren London's character and he is sitting down for dinner in this scene with 
uh, Eddie Murphy's character and Nia Long's character. We've seen Guess Who's Coming to Dinner a million times. Like we've seen this. The, There's the whole, literally a movie called Guess Who. Yeah, Rest yeah. In like peace we, to burn it. Yeah, we've seen that. But I'm saying we've seen that trope so many times. Right, right. And there right. were a lot of people who were hitting me up like, uh, like, oh, you know, how do you feel about this? Because they knew, you know, me being an Eddie fan, this would eventually make its way to me. Mm-hmm. Um, how would I feel about this now? Me being an Eddie fan. I'm going to watch the shit. So I really don't know why they thought I was going to slander Eddie because that's never going to happen. That's all. Like, Eddie could do no wrong. Not in my eyes. No Absolutely how not. much that nigga party. I don't give a shit. He could party all the time. Just like that bitch. Party all the time. <laughs> stupid. He's stupid. And I will, st- I will be right there as a fan. Now, here's where I got a good question from, though. Where do you guys draw the line between a style, preference, <clears throat> or co- comfort zone like looking at it that way or an obsession when an artist does something. I'm going to give you guys some examples. Like you see Tyler Perry has Tyler Perry movies and I'm right. using air quotes right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's uh, uh there's the black family, there's some trauma, there's cheating, there's certain types of drama that you know is going to be in a Tyler Perry film. Mm-hmm. Where do you draw that line in comparison between Tyler Perry having a style versus is this all you know how to write about? Or... Another example would be somebody like, you know, the baby. If you want to go music, mm-hmm. or Pusha T. If you want to go music, mm-hmm. or if you want to go back to film and switch races, we can do Martin Scorsese. Everybody knows that Scorsese is the gangster flick guy. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that's gonna give you the Mafia Don movie. Mm-hmm. We look at Scorsese and we look at him as well. This guy is an expert in that genre. Right. Where do we draw the line between somebody being an expert at something specific versus, goddamn nigga, is that all you can do? I Where do y'all personally draw that line? You could call it a one trick pony. You could equate it to that, but I feel like a style, a preference, a comfort zone all coincide with a one-trick pony, but I don't think it's like a, a negative thing. It's literally like you might just really be good at that. Like, okay, boom, Shaq. Shaq didn't have the greatest offensive game. We know what we about to get. A couple dribbles, he going to dunk, or he going to do something around the rim, but it's the greatest shit, for me at least, some of the greatest shit i ever seen as far as his dominance goes. You know what I mean? So I'm saying if if that's what the baby, okay, boom, he may not switch his flow. He may do one pocket, but he excels at that really, really good. Other rappers do the same thing. So, I mean, you could call him a one-trick pony, but if they're great at it, if you're a, a fan or a follower of it, then it's up for you. It's like, if you want to see something, that's okay. That's okay if you want to see something different. But if that's what they excel at and that's what they great at, I'm granting them, you know, the grace for me. Okay. That's okay. me because I feel like they, again, they all coincide. I mean, I feel like, you know, when do you decide to draw that line of when you give someone, you know, so much of something to the point where now it becomes maybe boring or it becomes like, all right, this is, this is, we, we've had this so much. You want to see something different. And it, it's just crazy because I think maybe in this movie, it, it might be mm-hmm. that one thing like wait where it might be a serious role. I mean, I don't know if the movie's supposed to be like on some joking, you know, Bernie Mac type junk, but it might actually be a serious role. No, it's, it's it's a not, comedy. It's, it's a comedy. comedy. Oh, okay, so I mean, it's just I don't know the movie that'd be good or so, but it would it would be good to see Eddie Murphy actually like play something serious. You know what I mean? And it'd be you know like. 
Because we know what we're going to get with Eddie Murphy. You know what I mean? So, okay. So, you're more so looking at the actor. Like, he's a comedian doing another comedy. But what I'm more so talking about is that concept of guess who's coming to dinner. Like, this is a white guy marrying a black girl. And he has to meet her black family. a hundred times. Right. You're seeing that type of movie. So, Mm -hmm. when it comes to that concept. And, okay. I'm going to take a quick pause. So, clearly, y'all hear what's going on in the background. We have a, a bit of a technical difficulty. Um Yet again, transparency. Transparency, the (laughs) operative word. Mm -hmm. No, we are not pulling a Mike Vick. Nobody's abusing puppies in the background. That sound is my literal laptop. Now, my laptop is uh, almost old enough to drive. And with that comes some, you know, difficulties. So for those who want, you know, two, three, four episodes a week, one of the things that slows us down a little bit is, when it comes to equipment, you know, I don't have the most new. <laughs> that shit sound like a rocking chair. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That old. It's like an old, like it's like an old man kicking it in the corner while we pop. Right. Like he yeah, fucking with us. He like, here, you know. Shit sound like the Texas Chainsaw dude coming. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but I mean, hopefully no, it's not disturbing you guys too around. bad. Nah, but but uh, yeah, man. Just yeah, we from New York, man. We you know we in the studio with the windows open, and you got to know how to be quiet. <laughs> Shouts out, you to know how to be quiet. But um, yeah, jumping back into <laughs> jumping back into the 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 conversation. Mm-hmm. For me, I I cherry pick. Like I'm one of those people who it just depends on how well it's done. Like a good mm-hmm. example, Pusha T gives us coke raps. But we come for those because we know we're going to get something elite every time. Like, he makes sure that he gives us something that is well-packaged. He gives us something that is reimagined each time. And there's a way that you can guarantee two things. One, for those who are fans of his, you're getting what you came for. You're getting what you want. So it reminds me of everybody's been to the Southern Staple Chicken Joint. And what I mean by those, not just any chicken joint. You know those chicken spots, whether it be Raising Cane's, whether it be Hugh and Magoo's, whether it be, um, what's another one that's on that list? Bo you Jangles. have um, Bojangles. You have like those that are literally your <coughs> Guthrie's, my favorite. Guthrie's. Guthrie's is my favorite out of that. You have those, literally the menu is chicken yeah. fries. And that's it. And the way that it works is you can order either a two-piece, a three-piece, a four-piece, but you know what you're getting. You're getting chicken is and chicken fries. and fries. And yeah. maybe some toast if you want the toast. But it's chicken, fries. The reason why that works is because if it is good enough, people will still want it. And I think that mm-hmm. recipe is what I look at art under. Yeah. The reason why Scorsese is able to be Scorsese is because in that genre, yes, he's somebody who does the same thing repeatedly as far as the same genre. Mm. But make no mistake, in that genre, he is that nigga. We've seen other people attempt. Right. You know, because he's not the only person to make a gangster movie. He's not the only person to make a mafia-based movie. Right, right. But there's a reason why when those other people dabble in that lane versus him, you see the difference is clear. So I think there's a level of talent that overwhelms it where it makes it okay sometimes. That's what I was saying. Like, to me, if they all coincide, like, yeah, boom, you could call them the one-trick pony, but if they're greatness at it, then as a fan or observer of it, 
I know what I'm here for, so I'm not complaining. You could want something different, but for instance, I like uh, Tarantino flicks. A good example. I love Tarantino flicks, and yes, his, the stories are never really the same premise, but they kind of are. But there's a feel. There, there's there a, is a you're Tarantino gonna get, feel. You're going to get violence. You're going to get edginess. You're going to get the N-word. You're going to get the N-word from that one movie. <laughs> that was a good one. It's not one. But <laughs> we gonna keep moving on. But I'm saying he he do good he do good with the with the film if you into to that. He's not doing something so, so out of bounds from that. The kill, yeah, he's the gonna kill, give the kill you Bill the um the Sin Cities. He's not gonna um what well, he was a co director on that. But you know what I'm saying he's not gonna go too far off from again that that type of thing. So exactly. How, so how many goddamn characters is Eddie Murphy gonna play? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but then again, Eddie. As far as he can play everybody, if we're gonna go to if we're gonna go to Eddie, Eddie's given us more variety than almost any comedian in history, other than Jamie Foxx. Other than Jamie Foxx, Eddie has given you he's given you Dream Girls, he's given you like the multi character, oh, yeah. he's given you the single character, he's given you the action, he he's didn't given do a you gangster yet though. Um, Yes, no, he, yes, uh, he did. yes, he did. Uh, Harlem, Harlem Nights. Nights. Yep. Harlem Nights. He's he given, was, he Harlem has Nights. given you every Harlem. single shade that you can ask for. He's given you the businessman. He's given you the ladies man. He's given you every last aspect that you could ask of him. He's given you the space guy. Like, even things that we didn't Pluto even ask Nash. for from him. Yeah. Oh, shit. He's Hell given yeah. you every single yeah, possible thing. I forgot so, about that. So, that's different. But if we're talking about, like, that guess who... I re- I think the reason why people are having that conversation with that premise, and especially with um, Kenya Barris being the person who created that the the movie that Eddie's acting in, Kenya Barris is the person who gave us Blackish. He also gave us Grownish. He's also given us other things that are always, hey, this is black people interacting with either a mixed people or the concept of, you know, black people procreating with white people. It's like. Everything that he does is the idea of either watching the life of mixed people interacting with with black people or watching the life of blacks and whites making kids together. And you think that's intentional or the people who I'm not going to say it's intentional. I'm going to say that as consumers, eventually you're going to ask questions like it's kind of like this. Like if you're a chef, right, there's a difference between. The chef at, you know, those places that we named the Bojangles, Raising Canes, this and that. You know what you came for. You know this is the thing. If you're a chef at a five-star restaurant, right, mm-hmm. and you consistently are putting out, you're like, okay, today I'm making baked chicken barbecue. And tomorrow I'm making baked chicken Tuscan. And I'm uh, the day after that I'm making baked chicken boho or baked chicken honey mm-hmm. or ba- Eventually niggas going to be like, yo, what's up with you and baked chicken? And I think that's a valid question. Right. That but, is a very valid question. If the baked chick, you keep coming back, you're going to ask me, and then I'm like, well, this baked chicken fire, you keep pulling up for it. But is it yeah, a valid question? But it could be a valid it is. question. It Why? is a valid question, I mean, though, I guess. He's just good at making baked chicken. He's just a <laughs> badass, <laughs> bag, badass baked chicken motherfucker. And, and I feel like if we're looking from that aspect... We can also see why the baby gets the flack that he gets versus mm-hmm. somebody like a Pusha T, mm-hmm. where if one you have one artist who every time he comes out the gate, he's in the Grammy conversation. Like every time he's shooting out the gate, there's a certain type of listener that automatically is like, no, this guy has done it again. Right. Versus when you have somebody like the baby who a lot of the time you're getting the up and down performance. <clears throat> I think that is contradictory to those chicken joints we're talking about. A lot of those chicken joints, for the most part, 
they're firing off the same consistency every time. You have your few in the middle who they have their inconsistencies like the Huey Magoos or certain other places or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know what you're getting when you go there. Mm-hmm. When it comes to somebody like the baby and a lot of those complaints from even core listeners who are like, the quality is not always the same. Mm-hmm. That's when you start running into problems. Because I, I think if people love what you give them, they're going to love what you give them. A good, a good example is The Rock. The Rock has played The Rock in and, so yeah, many yeah, different movies. As a matter of fact, somebody made a joke and they showed like six movies where The Rock wore the same outfit, right? Mm-hmm. Where it looked like, because he posted a picture. He was like, what movie is this? And it looked like The Rock in some safari gear. And he listed like, is it Jumanji? Is it Rampage? The, uh, Rampage? Is it? And he named so many different movies. Right. And niggas was literally seeing that, oh shit, he wore this outfit, this type of outfit in every one of those movies. Yeah. yeah. But it works. <clears throat> right. If you if you like, selling like, that hundred mil out the gate every time, I was like Vin Diesel. What are we gonna Right. It's a valid question, but I just don't think, you know, the artist is is wrong for they're not doing anything wrong. Yes, you could maybe challenge that. Maybe they could try to expand their creativity and whatnot, but maybe they have. But, but who are in you the to, last pass who are you phase, to, that nigga turned into the Riddick <laughs> <laughs> that that's, that's why him and Vin Diesel got beef because he turned into Riddick. Or he tried to turn into Riddick. Oh, oh man. Shit. But yeah, for me, I think that's where I draw the line. I draw the line of talent. I feel like if yeah. you, if the quality starts to waver, my patience going to waver. Like the, be- the better the quality, the longer the patience. And I feel like that's most fans. The better the quality, the longer the patience we have for whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah, push it to A good example, Juicy J. The quality has been that quality for 30 years now. The, right. So our patience is going to be high with Juicy J forever. Best ratchet music maker of and, all time. And for the most part, he doesn't have to deviate by much. Of all a, right. good, a good example, Project Pat. Project Pat. Super talented guy, but for the most part, when he does step out as far as mainstream, yeah, he knows what we want from him, and he gives us that pocket every time. But guess what? Because the quality is so high, we're not gonna complain. Also, I look at it too is like, Mm -hmm. you know, if you got that that amount of consumers, right, Mm -hmm. and they fuck with your shit because it is, and then you got these other people over here where, you know, they might fuck with a little bit, da-da-da, but they're, like, open-minded to other things. There's a possibility if you take that risk, let's say in this situation, Eddie, Eddie Murphy doing something funny and him doing something serious. By him doing something serious, he could lose all of those consumers who really just fuck with the level of him being funny. That's and possible. Then now you got, you, you, you know take I mean? a like, risk sometimes. You take that big of a risk. He you know, wouldn't lose but would you rather depending with, Why on, would... But. He wouldn't lose them. I feel what you're saying, but he would only lose them depending on his performance. Like, boom, if he go do something over here that's next level, like on some shoot 'em up, bang bang shit in this trash or whatever, niggas gonna be like, "Yo, what is you doing, Eddie?" Or whatever. But if right. he go over there and smoke it, they he bring in his fans that's gonna already look because they want to see what Eddie into. Like, for instance, Reggie gonna tap in no matter what it is. He could be on the Godfather in Harlem. That motherfucker gonna tap in first. I mean, that's true. But then you gonna have some people who like. Really, that's a part of that group that's gonna say, "Well, that you know, we like funny Eddie Murphy. For sure. like, j- he he could even be a good actor. He could have killed they it. Still gonna but peak. because he not he wasn't funny, some of them gonna, they gonna peak. be like, you know, that's not they gonna like they ain't gonna like it. Now here's where I counteract that. I think it falls in line with the same thing that I'm saying. Where if it's good enough, I think it'll shake anybody. A good <clears> example, right? Um, 
true story with Kevin Hart. I knew he was about to say that. There's a lot of people, <laughs> but he's he ain't like it. There's a lot. That's of cap. I didn't say I didn't like it. I said the ending was ass to me. And there's a lot of well, people. Weird. Who, weird. I'll say that. I'll say this. There's a lot of people who hated the ending but loved the the series. Right. The series itself got higher marks than almost anything else that Kevin Hart has put out for years now. And that's the thing. If it's good enough, talent begets patience. We will give you patience for talent. And my best example, going back to food, how long are you willing to wait for a meal from McDonald's? What's your max before you like, yo, what the fuck are they doing? About 10 minutes. Three and a half. Three and a half to five if I really was going there. Jamaican restaurant. Oh, y'all got a good 11, 13, 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> 25 if it's five. Exactly. Especially, like, if we if we go into a oh, Cuban restaurant or even ha- Haitian restaurants probably got the longest wait out of every, really? like, I think Haitian restaurants got to be the slowest restaurant you could o- ever go to. Remember niggas used to wait, like, 45 minutes exactly. for some country sweet? Some chicken wings. <laughs> oh my lord, that's that's a yeah. hood spot at, from from home. Yeah, yeah. So niggas okay. will be in that bitch so, in line waiting. So think for about it this way. Niggas ain't going nowhere. Niggas inspired the loud up. You ain't losing your spot. The bottle. You ain't losing your spot. <laughs> <laughs> so now, think about that when you think about talent. We are willing to wait longer if it's better. So my thing is, if you're talented enough, even if it's something I don't like. I'm going to let you cook. You want to know why? Because I don't know yet. I liked everything so far, which is why I'm here. I don't know what you're about to give me, but I'm not going to give you five, ten minutes because I like everything so far. The more that I like what's been given to me so far, the higher the patience is when I'm walking in this bitch. Yep, because I guarantee people will wait an hour if Popeye's like, Made, I don't know, you know like Henny really, Wings. You know what really, who really good with that shit as an actor? And Denzel Washington. <laughs> yeah. Like, that nigga boy. Yeah. Boy. Yeah, that's for sure. Look that's at Leo DiCaprio. One. Think about it this way. with When it came to The Revenant, think about how many people don't give a fuck about bears, don't give a fuck about nature. But if Niggas Leo's in the movie, if Leo, was, if Leo is in the movie, we are watching it. Mm-hmm. There's people who don't watch nothing. I know some country-ass people who watch nothing but like, you know, Tyler Perry plays and like like super like just if it's not niggas on the screen, they're not watching it. Mm-hmm. If Leo is in a movie, <laughs> they pull it up. Cause in their mind, why? Why do they do that? They're like, oh, it's gonna be good. Right. If Leo's in it, it's, it's gonna be, be good. good. Yeah. It's true. It's true. I think talent is the driver. If you have enough talent, they will let you get away with a lot. If the it's, talent that's ain't like there, <laughs> She if, get away with a lot of shit in her fucking films, bro. If, and I'd be like, if the talent is not there, niggas gonna get tired of you very quick. It's true. That's why Stephen uh, Stephen King has the run he has because everything might not hit. Yeah, but he's shown that he could give you some really Stephen good Stephen King is a great example. He could actually. give you really good horror. So even if every everything hasn't hit, and some of the revivals been asked to you be, you know who's honest, another? You know who's another good but, example? I got two white men in comedy, Will Ferrell. For sure, Will Ferrell. For fucking sure, <laughs> and uh, the homie. Um, what Bill Burr? No, I'm I'm thinking uh, Big Daddy. I'm thinking. Um, oh, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah. He's Will one of my Ferrell favorites. and Adam Sandler. Think about how many movies they put out that are cultural classics, and think about how many movies later on in their career that might not have been great, might have been duds or whatever, 
People ain't walking away being like, I've never heard anybody say, I'm never watching a Will Ferrell movie again, or I'm never watching an Adam Sandler movie again. Right. Once you hit a certain level of cachet, yeah, and you hit them with enough talent. They're going to let you cook, bro. Right. Yeah. Adam Sandler been barring up. I can't speak for the other guys, but Adam Sandler, as far as like being older, he's been cooking on his parts. Like no, them, no. Yeah, he has recently. But like, there fact. was a period of time where he wasn't. He had a dry, and, he, he had a little dry spot. And that's how, but that's how period. it works when it comes to talent. When you're putting stuff yeah. out, not everything going to be hot. Right. But that's, when, that's why like, I feel like now with the movies and stuff, they kind of using that music formula now that they put in a whole lot of good names and you know combined you know what i mean oh they're doing the dj the, the collabs yeah <laughs> and then it's like you go and watch it like you, the shit i was watching somebody you gonna like in this goddamn movie you know what i mean i feel like that's that's like that's dope you know what i mm-hmm. mean it's dope but it's also it could be whack because there's a lot of people i feel like that might be for you know forgive me for a crass saying but they might be pissing on their own legacy by doing that like a good example oh, yeah. i think apple is guilty of that apple is doing this thing right now mind you I'm not using them as an example of like bad production because I actually think these are good shows. These are very good shows. But Apple is using that DJ Khaled approach of, yeah, this is a good show. Let's grab a, one or two A-listers to throw it in because we need people to want to see this. So we know that they're going to tune in for this person or these two people. So let's attach them to this show. Now, it might, it's been working, and I actually like it, but I can tell the difference between when you cast somebody through regular, normal casting versus when you cast somebody and you're like, no, I need this person to sell this movie. Right. Like, I need this person, not because they're the best person for the role, but they're good enough for the role, and, and people will come just to see you, yeah. i.e. the Emancipation movie with Will Smith i.e. C with Jason Momoa mm-hmm. or a lot of other movies where or movies or TV shows where these are good shows by the way but they didn't need to be I could tell like even if the show wasn't good that character would be that guy because your selling point is this person right. so it, that's it, why I'm glad kind of Black Panther really kind of still was good you know what I mean yeah because like, without that, Chadwick that's right. rough that's yeah. a that's rough that's a big loss yeah. that's rough man you know rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman but For yeah sure. man that was um that was that was the the first topic, rolling in, man. Going to, going ahead and continuing. Something I saw on social media that I wanted to talk about. I grew up in a Haitian household. Now, not the typical Haitian household. I will say my mom's a lot cooler than the the average Haitian parent or whatever. She wasn't really super crazy strict compared to a lot of what other people dealt with, but she had her rules. And one of those being, she was very big on what kind of language we used under her roof, mm-hmm. and. I think that's something that Islanders and um, non-Americans share with black Americans, where there's certain words, certain phrases, certain things that may not be curse words, but you're not allowed to say in the house. Yeah. Um, what are those for y'all? Sure, it goes just as simple as like even because, you know, I work I work at the, you know, the shop and at the shop, you know what I mean? You got all different types of people, generations, and you can just tell when it's that one person. That just sits there, and after every sentence, nigga, 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 nigga. And after a couple, you know, first few niggas, it's like, you know. But after about seven, eight of them motherfuckers, you looking at him like, damn, how many times he going to say that? He be overdoing the nigga. He be overdoing it, and everybody started to look like, damn. Most of the time when I hear somebody say that, they're not black, but I'm going to leave that alone, too. Usually, like, if it's usually Puerto Ricans, or if they are black, they're Dominicans. It's usually Dominicans that love. They they love that John. They love (laughs) The the first nigga to tell you I know black is the first, is the also the dude to say nigga the most in the room. But yep. 
You know, but yeah, that's, that's one word that to me it get annoying after a while. You know. But in your household growing up, what were words in my that you household, couldn't say? Um, I mean, if we we just talking about like simple, we, yeah, like, non curse words, words. Like, you couldn't words. say like my grandmother didn't like people saying the word booty. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. Don't be saying that booty word in my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw Dude. some people post. They said um, you weren't allowed to say lie. Or like, uh, uh, like call somebody a liar or whatever if they were like your, specifically you're talking about like your adults or your yeah. like accusing an adult of something. They they say you had to say they were telling a story. Yeah, um, for me, like damn or or hell, like I probably couldn't say those. Shut up. I couldn't say shut up. Like shut up. I couldn't get off like yeah, I wanted yeah, you to. You can't I'm say like, shut, shut up. up. You can't even say what the. Yeah, 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 yeah. What the? What you about to say? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. You can't get away with that. Yeah, stupid. Can't say yeah, stupid. stupid, or call somebody like dumb. Yeah, or whatever. Oh, no, I got another one. This food nasty. <laughs> nasty. You couldn't. You yeah. can't say yeah. You couldn't be nasty. transparent. Oh no, God. boy. You tell Not in the black household. Nasty nigga. You probably be hungry for the next month. <laughs> so even if it's all right, since I can't cook, you gonna starve, nigga. But you know what's funny? Even if, but Yo, I don't. I, let me tell a story. I, I don't even think it's. I don't even think it's um <laughs> um like a pride thing. Like the person who cooked, because for us, even if it was fast food, like I think it's just. Speaking in a crass way, like if I said, "Oh, this food nasty," yeah, it's like, "Yo, don't talk like that." Like, say you right. don't like it. Say you like it was respect. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I remember. So it was me. It was my. It was my my cousin. We both like the same age, and then it was my little cousin. And my grandma had cooked something that day, and and I don't know what she was cooking, but it was just something that we already didn't want at the time. But um, so we sitting down, and we eating it. Blah blah. blah. And you know me. I already know better. I'm like, I'm just eating this shit. Get it out of the way. My cousin, he like, man, he's like, this food nasty. I go back to my own business. I'm eating it, you know, get out the way. So what he decides to do is he thought it was smart. <laughs> he decides to throw the food out, but he tries to put it at the bottom of the trash can and flip the plate over, right? <laughs> so, like, later on that night, my grandma, I, you know, grandma's going to be grandma, but she looks in the trash. And she finds that his plate flipped upside down in the bottom of the trash. And the first thing she said is, who the hell threw all this food out and wasted all this food? And, of course, my little ass cousin comes and says, oh, well, you know, he said your food was nasty. Oh. <laughs> my grandma, bro, it was, yo, he knew my grandma was mad, bro. That nigga, he wanted to go home. He's like, yo, I want to go home. Because, you know, after that, yeah, 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 after yeah. you do some shit from a grown up, you want to go home. Bro, my grandma, like, she hated cooking for him. She wouldn't even cook for him no more. She didn't want to. That's crazy. That's, I think the wildest thing I did with food was I used to, because for a, a period of time, I just didn't like eating. Like, I just wasn't. I was one of those kids who, if they didn't watch me, I would go, like, the whole day without He was that kid, okay. So yeah. I used to come up with sneaky ways to throw food away, right? I would either, like, sneak off to the bathroom or... I remember because we was in Brooklyn, the windows had like bars on them and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So you couldn't like, um, but the bars were like shaped like a long, uh, how do I, it's like a, imagine a hashtag symbol, Yeah, yeah. but the left and right side are mad long and the yeah. middle part is like short. Yeah. So, you slide so I would slide the plate out of the, the thing and we was up on the fourth floor, right? You was a wild So boy. I would just slide the plate out there uh, full full of food. I slide it and then just dump the food out there out back or whatever. You part of the rat problem these days. And the crazy nigga. the crazy part about it was 
I remember like somehow my mom figured out that I was doing like no matter what I did, my mom would figure it out. And I they used to always get, do. Bro, it was so crazy because I'm like, we're on the fourth floor. How they gonna know I'm the one way yeah. up here dumping Nigga, this yeah, food? She's she walking outside and then she's like, Is this my chicken? <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. And it's like Especially, I had an iron deficiency when I was young. So my mom would make a lot of stuff with iron in it, whether it be like liver or whether it be like certain things that, like certain nutrients. My mom was always big on making sure that whatever diet she had us on, we would hit certain specific nutrients at certain times to make sure that like everything was going the way that it was supposed to. So even things like okra, certain like healthy foods, it was like a clockwork thing. But I hate, to even to this day as an adult, I fucking hate okra. Like okra, okra makes me want to throw up, bro. It got a funny smell. I it's, for me it's consistency. Like the okra, and the, the crazy thing Brussels is Brussels sprouts. I'm lucky. Nah, though. I will say I'm shit. I'm lucky because my mom throws down down. Like she I, she has never made anything that was nasty. But it's just for me I'm a texture person. So certain food yeah. it don't matter how good it tastes. It's just a if, texture. The, if the texture is something I don't like, I'm a spaz every time. And yeah, that was my thing. That's why I can't eat liver or like stomach, man, because the texture be like, oh. Yeah, with liver, it's like there's a chalky texture Ugh. to the meat, and it, it breaks apart very now, funny. I looked at it and gagged. I'll never. Mm-mm. But the crazy thing is like, now I say this, certain things as I got older, because I understand the health ramifications and stuff like that, I'm able to eat it now because I'm just, I'm more wise. I understand there's a purpose to doing what I'm doing right now. It's kind of like. I remember there was a health guru that told us um, that humans have an unhealthy relationship with food, right? And he made a joke. He was like, imagine if cars refused to uh, fill up with gas because gas is nasty. How long you think that car going to run? That fucked my head up, bro. And he was like, your body is the same way. He was like, you might like chocolate cake a lot more than you like salad, but my nigga, I got something to tell you. Like, And that's how he... Oh, true. <laughs> I mean, that's great perspective and logic. Yeah, that helped me. To me, that I, I don't remember like what age I was. I know I was like later on in life when I heard that, but that shifted my whole perspective on food. <laughs> but but you still drink Red Bull and eat no, chicken wings yeah, for the 7 yeah. I'm, I'm a nigga, bro. I will I'm a nigga. <laughs> uh, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, niggas out here, yeah. I, I say this. Me, me drinking Red Bull is... Not the greatest thing. And I try to lean off of it. I try not to do it as much. Like, I remember at one point, especially when me and Sheen was going to the gym like four or five days a week. And oh, at one we point, was on we, some other shit. Well, we was on shit. that pre-workout shit damn near every day. First yeah. of all, we would lock in for work. If you're talking about the time we yep, would do yep. it. Yo, we was crazy with it. I'm so glad it ain't like that no more. Yeah, so <laughs> I know my thing is if I could survive that, I'm fine doing like the the Red Bull maybe once a week. And that's right. a big maybe. Yeah. But um but yeah, man. I look at stuff like that. The reason why I brought that that topic up though <clears throat> was because I felt like a lot of people started telling on their parents. Because when <laughs> you start realizing certain words that they weren't allowed to say in the house, I was like Oh, y'all just weren't allowed to have accountability for adults. Like a lot of y'all parents just didn't want to hear about what they was doing to you. Yeah. Certain shit. things like, what you mean you're not allowed to say they lied? If you if you literally have an adult in the home that like lied about something, you'd be right. like they lied and they, they try to punish you and they're like, You can't say that about an adult. Yeah. That's not that, to me, that's not corrective. It was it's about not you correct. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah, that's, it's not corrective. The kid's not wrong. But they can't. punished you. For, they punished you. 
out of fear for either a fear of you snitching or b they didn't want to hear about what they did that was wrong you could say that but couldn't you equate it to the old famous i know we would hear it at least uh you know stay out of grown folk business but it's not grown folk business you lied to them Oh, if you talk about lying directly to me. That's what I'm uh, But how would the kid know? Oh, I see. I, I don't know. <laughs> that's I don't what know. I'm saying. Nah, like, if gotta, a kid telling you. But no, what if you they was eavesdropping, eavesdropping on the adult conversation and say. But see, that, that's, a, that's a lie. You lied to grandma. You said you paid XYZ. You didn't pay it. You went to the club last night with Keisha then. Now, guess what? You get your ass beat if for that type you, shit. You would get beat. Or, okay. You would get beat. But guess what? At that point, you're not in trouble for saying the word lie. You're in trouble for eavesdropping. You're not in trouble for saying they wouldn't say. I heard oh, you. Okay. The problem is this, that you use that word. I heard you. You get in trouble for either eavesdropping, for staying in grown folk business, whatever it is they want to name it. But if they're saying that you can't use the word lie at an adult, certain rules. I started to realize a lot of people abuse their kids, bro, and they just don't realize it's that abuse. Real right. shit. That shit is a, that's abuse. I don't give a fuck. Like you could call me oh new school parenting whatever. whatever. That's abuse, bro. You 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 doing that. Nah, there was definitely You're not telling the kids something that's gonna help them when they get older. You're not teaching the kid no type of like values or this and that. You're being a jackass and you're trying to get away (laughs) with what you did. So you punishing the kid. For real. What you gonna do? He ate. He can't see me. (laughs) (laughs) Like you realize you did something wrong and now you realize your op is an eight year old, so you're gonna ground him. That's just you're (laughs) fuck that little nigga. He ain't gonna play PlayStation all week. <laughs> Don't tell me I lied in my house. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I got you. A lot yeah, of these, yeah. like, it made me want to ask somebody how many of your first, how many of y'all's first bully was your parent? Remember that first? Ooh, you know that. That's a heavy ass question, bro. <laughs> that's crazy, dog. You know that first time when your um your dad said, "Don't tell your mother." <laughs> <laughs> but that boy, you be sitting there just. Trying to make sure you don't say the wrong thing. That is so funny. Don't tell your mama we did it. Don't tell your mama. I learned that early. We drove over to this lady house. I learned the don't tell your mama very, very early in life. My stepdad used to do wild, unbridled shit and just be like, don't tell your mama. Papa was a And then he'll... He was smart with it though. He'll get me Chinese food or something. He'll like oh, he'll, he used to bribe me with rat babies. I could tell, I could tell when he was doing some bullshit when... I would get Chinese food out of nowhere, and he'll be like, "Okay, just go to your room now." And I could—I <laughs> had that stir fried rice for you in a minute. That, that is the craziest That's thing, crazy. but those are like early memories for me. Where it'd right. be like, I remember once it was him getting in a fight in the middle of the street. It was like a road rage situation. Mm-hmm. Somebody uh, sideswiped the car or whatever. He jumped out, beat the shit out of a nigga in the middle of the street, and it skirted off. He drove crazy. We get back to the neighborhood, and he's like, don't tell your mama. We pulled up to the Chinese spot. He got me right. He, he, he took me back to the apartment. He was like, all right, man. And I, just, I, I went up. Mom asked how things were. I was like, oh, I had fun. I ain't say nothing. <laughs> right, don't be there. For real. Sound like a classic New York father-son moment. <laughs> Crazy, dog. We Crazy go to hit the Chinese spot. Sitting there in the car listening, <laughs> to, listening to Howard Stern, listening to all types of bullshit going on. Yeah, I do listening to Howard Stern. He's the reason why wow. he introduced me to like Howard Stern, to like Richard Pryor, to like all types of stuff before. Yeah. I wasn't even, I feel like I was like right. six, seven. Oh, wow. That's why you savage as fuck. 
I yeah, was I don't like, know him off cam. This nigga savage, man. I wasn't even eight years old yet, and I could tell you like full episodes of Howard Stern. Like, it Howard, explains I, it. I could tell you full stand-ups of like Richard Pryor <laughs> by the time I was eight. Like it all makes sense now. And it, yeah, I feel like that's where most of that stuff come from. But um, but yeah, shouts <clears> out <throat> to that to that topic and all those people who was online submitting their childhood trauma for clicks and <laughs> likes. <laughs> um. Another thing that I came across, and, and this will go ahead and round off this segment. So, was it a month ago or two months ago, the Ime Udoka situation? Um, probably like three like at three. this point. Three months? Yeah. So, Ime Udoka was um, the head coach of the Boston Celtics. He also was the boyfriend of uh, Nia Long, slash uh, at some point he became the fiance of uh, Nia Long. They found out that he was having a workplace romance and he was uh, cheating on her. And the scandal became a big thing within the NBA. He ended up losing that job. And um, recently, over the past week, there is a couple of uh, reporters on Good Morning America where the same thing happened again. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I started realizing, you know, a lot of these stories about workplace romances made me think. Now... How do y'all feel? We're going to start off with this. You know, when it comes to workplace romances, how do y'all boys feel about dating in the workplace? It's not optimal. Um, I definitely don't think it's ideal to do because of what come with it. Uh, for these examples we're using, you'll get stripped of your job. Um, you get ostracized. Even if you don't fully lose your job, you suspended and now everybody kind of know why or there's buzzings of things. Why? So those are like why it could be bad, but it could be positive if you move accordingly. If you move accordingly, like if y'all have a communication where people could see you and a woman or a woman and a dude together all day, and yeah, they could, um, you know, speculate all they want. But if y'all not being extra with the flirties, the pleasantries, y'all not doing too much, they can't really say something. Or if they do, technically you could take it somewhere where it's like an HR or something like on them. So they can't even really say nothing, but it's not optimal because workplaces are like high school at the end of the day, even with adults, no matter what age you want to put on it, where rumors buzzing, this type of shit. So you got to know how to keep it kind of player. If they see you with the person every day, but they don't see too much, they could say whatever they want, but it becomes a problem when you start doing the, the, the relationship shit in front of everybody. But that's that's what I think. About I don't know. It. I'm a fan of it. I like the whole concept of like we talking, but like don't nobody know and ain't nobody sure. You like chaos? It's, 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? Of like, course, just, he would I, like this chaotic. I, I, I think shit. it's fun. You know what I mean? It's just like I don't know. You, you know, that's just me. Is it right? Not necessarily depending on the circumstances, and it also depends on the two people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For, for it me, could be the great right or and terrible. wrong. The right and wrong question bothers me. Where, with the is it right or is it wrong? Because there's part of me that's like, bro, we're grown ass like adults, you like, right? Yeah. Bingo. You should be able to. You should be able to like who you like. Outside of now, I'm gonna put very big distinctions. If you're somebody's boss or you're somebody's employer or whatever type of you know power difference that there is there, mm-hmm. leave these people to fuck alone. Leave people to fuck alone unless they are either a lateral to you or b. I guess you could shoot upward, but then that makes the other person wrong. So I say this. It depends on where you work and what the constraints of your job are. Because here's where it becomes complicated. Mm -hmm. 
a lot of y'all don't know how to fucking act, right? That's how I'm going to start this off. A lot of people don't know how to act. Let's say, hypothetically, you don't even date this person. You just shoot your shot and you get rejected. That feeling after the rejection and how people, like, people try to avoid people after rejection or they try to, you know, either A, they try to avoid you, B, they feel some sort of resentment, C, whatever natural human emotion comes after that. Yeah. Whatever that energy is, nine times out of ten ain't got no fucking place in the the workplace. workplace. (laughs) Correct. And then that creates toxicity. It It gets worse, of course, when it's a boss to 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 staffer situation so like imagine this is the person that controls your schedule this is the person that can hire and fire you or whatever and they resent you because you said no to giving your number or this and that that's where it becomes that's why i understand yeah when a lot of you dumb niggas lose your job or a lot of y'all end up losing position because you can't take the high power you tried to smash you gotta keep it underneath you tried to smash an employer underneath and now you're trying to cut motherfuckers hours. Exactly. So that that's that's where it becomes weird. And we have seen this on a smaller scale. Like a good example, you know. We done seen some shit. We've we seen. We gotta say too much. Oh no, I'm. You know, Are you gonna I, go there? Fuck I, it. I don't give a damn. Fuck it. We've seen situations where, um, even with private contractors, right? We've seen <laughs> situations where somebody will be like, you know what? I'm gonna help you set up a podcast. I'm gonna help you do this. I'm gonna help you do that. I'm gonna help you get your show off the ground. This and that. And then out of nowhere, the girl is like, yeah, you know, I'm so glad that you're helping me. By the way, I don't want to sleep with you. I want to keep it professional. Then all of a sudden, there's no communication. The dude don't want to help her, this and that. Like Ashanti recently, she came out and made a comment about a beat maker. This beat maker was willing to work with her. And he was like, as a matter of fact, He gave her he gave her permission to use the beats. He was talking to her. There was a certain fee. There was a certain rate where it it was originally. Then all of a sudden, the man made a sexual advance at her, and he said, "Either A, you take, take a shower, shower with me, mm-hmm. or B, you pay me forty thousand dollars." And the worst thing was this was first work that was already rendered. The, he completed uh, the work, yeah, and then afterward tried to hold it as blackmail. For her, for whatever project she was putting out, that's predator. People, yeah, that's you are a predator. Yeah. Sick Fucking goofy, a goofy. Like yeah, that's wild, man. That's wild. So those people aside, you know, we had to talk about that. We had to yeah, make sure yeah. our stance is clear on that. That's yeah. that's a no fly zone. That's those nasty work. Terrible, and even those people who do mean well, like let's say you're not a predator, you're just somebody who you're a manager and you like somebody that's an employee. You need to realize that. Even if you are going into it with the best of intentions, you got to understand the stress that you could possibly cause that employee of her thinking, well, I can't disappoint this person. She can't talk to you without repercussion. Right. She's not able to deal with you without thinking about what it could possibly mean for her job, for her likeness, for her future. So at that point, do her that favor of staying the fuck out of her face. True. Now, I pulled up some things. Because the other side of that, I understand where, let's say both people are employees. They're both on the same level. Yeah, yeah. You know, we take out all the power dynamic nastiness out of it or whatever. Yeah. Now what's the problem, right? I look at it as this. Now, according to uh, a study that I have listed here, it says that nearly 20% of married couples meet through work. There's even evidence that office romances are more likely to result in marriage than relationships that start in any other way. 
But there's also another study. It says 85% of affairs outside of marriage start at the office. <laughs> For sure. So 20% of relationships, but when it comes to re- when it comes to affairs and cheating, 85% of it starts in the workplace. Now, where that okay. takes my brain is as adults, I feel like once you pass a certain age, majority of your life is spent doing whatever it is that your job is. Whether you're yep. a firefighter, a doctor, a lawyer, even if you work at the grocery store, wherever it is that you work, that's where you're going to spend majority of your time. Yeah. Now, if you're single and doing that, where are you going to choose your mate from? Because eventually, as you you know, live your day to day, people do want love. People want companionship. People want a partner, this and that. So the majority of the people that you're going to see are either going to be people that either A, are customers, B, are management, or C, are people that work with you. Either way, that workplace is going to be the hub of your social life unless you have, you know, Let's say you have a, a, a church outside of that or you have some right. sort of like side thing that you do or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be the main places that majority of people see people. Especially yeah. if you work a lot. Yeah, unless you just work in another industry, like you're saying, where yeah. you could meet people. A lot of people date and have these affairs or even link up and get married because of the same industry. Same exactly. way. Entertainment. You but can name any of them. I feel like industries count as a workplace. Because if I look at it, for it, sure. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. When yeah. you when you are an actor, you, you know, and you're around actors all the time, I think that is your workplace. So at the, I agree. Yeah. So it's the same thing of you keep humans around each other consistently for long enough hours. They're gonna start to click up. You're gonna have people that become friends. You're gonna have people mm-hmm. that become enemies. You're gonna have people that like each other. You're gonna have people that dislike each other. And part of that is the romantic aspect. So, That's because so what, what if they start make a new rule where they start expelling kids for, for dating each other in high school? <laughs> in school period, that'd be crazy, right? I think that, kids are going straight. Yeah, there's no way. That wouldn't make sense because especially with the age groups of people that you put in schools, like that's such an important time of your life as far as like formative years. Yeah, it's it's impossible to stop kids from liking other kids. Yeah, it's impossible to stop people from having crushes. But I also believe, mm-hmm. I think a lot of these jobs are naive in the thing in the thinking that they could actually stop motherfuckers from falling for each other or right. stop people from fraternizing. It's just not possible if you have these people working. There's no way you're spending 120 hours a week or 120 hours every whatever. In the same place as somebody, and you're not gonna like. Right. You're never gonna have chemistry with yeah, one person. Yeah, humans are creature of habit, so that's 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 instinctual almost sometimes. Where yeah, they <laughs> they they single and shit like that, and the mingling get the fucking going down. That's right. some real shit. But like I said, there's down. there's do's and don'ts with it for sure. Like I'm not the expert at it, but again, I think if you keep it player and keep it pushing, if you dating somebody at the job. You could make it work. You have a communication. I, y'all have a little system where y'all kind of know how to keep everybody out of y'all business, even if it's obvious y'all date. And that could work. I mean, it's me going back to my experience. You know how we always got to go back to my experience. But when I Toxic. first moved here, fuck you. When I first moved here, <laughs> I, I ain't know nobody. You know what I mean? So in the work environment was where I was at all the time because I had to make a living. Mm-hmm. And just so happened that I did work with tons of women. You know what I mean? So, like, just those so were happened. my first encounters to, like, just building relationships here in a new place. And, uh, yeah, it, it happens like that. You know what I mean? You, you 
especially you meet a girl your age, y'all work together, y'all share similarities, y'all have these conversations. Next thing you know, you know, you hook up, bam, bam, bam. And I've been in a situation where I dated a girl from work and everything was cool. Like, you know, I, we kept it kind of quiet, blah, blah, we messed around. And when things got bad, we just stopped talking. You know what I mean? And it yeah. was weird because at work now it's kind of like, Yo, what's up with y'all? Yeah, what's up? Yeah. But everybody, is, and it's weird because how people start reacting is people start to think like they know. So, like, oh, you know, you two or you two, you know, just because yeah. they see you go in her car or leave with her car, now they automatically assume, oh, yeah, I got something going well, on. Well, if you leave in a motherfucker's car, that ain't you. <laughs> no, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> no, I'm just, no, I'm just saying, I'm talking about like her and like, say you you get in the car with her for lunch and y'all just drive oh, okay. off. Okay, nah, I thought you meant like leave automatically with think because you just took that I step. Figured. That oh it's something going on you know what I mean because oh, yeah, most people sure. are like oh we yeah, not people are like you know that. people are like funny but oh we're we not gonna drive to together right yeah nosy as heck people and be it's nosy. crazy because I used to have like other girls that work there and everybody be kind of like flip flopping and it almost kind of becomes a competition sometimes to them like it's like who gonna get him or who, oh, you know what I mean who gonna who like <laughs> that's a <laughs> but that's it's kind of funny thing. because a lot of them won't snitch because of the fact that they think like. Okay, well, I like him, so I'm not gonna tell her I like you know until so snitching becomes, benefits them exactly because sometimes the women will put it out there like I like they'll say some shit like I like this dude they'll describe they won't put a name on it but they describe whoever that is and they already know that you fucking with them so they gonna see what you say and if you don't like establish that that's your work they'll they'll make it they work or you know make justifiable that. Uh, why they you know shooting they shot or fucking with you? But imagine being the only I, dude with five girls. I kind of and it's just like seen some shit like that. you're the only one. So it's kind of like you know it's I, to I, that he likes me more or he I've probably likes me. Shit like that. like <laughs> that's <laughs> why this nigga laughing. And Bro, I that's, to that's be honest, me. I didn't. I had my little small moment of that too. I keep it a beat. Fuck you, Shane. But that's <laughs> <laughs> he looks so uncomfortable. <laughs> he looks so uncomfortable. Look, man. <laughs> When you're dealing with, we ain't gotta speak on it, Reggie. No, no, I got it. It's all good. I'm, you know, transparency. Um, As a person, you know, who is a likable nigga, man. Here we go. (laughs) Look this. Listen to the setup, bro. As a person who happens to be a likable nigga, I've been in a position where you have multiple people all aiming for the same thing from you, all in the same building and or place, and that shit gets complicated. And mm-hmm. what, what happens with that is even if you do it in the most like open of ways or respectful of ways, let's say you don't mess with none of them or you, or you only have one. Like you literally are kicking it with one. Yeah, There's so much that can happen off of <clears throat> you saying yes to one and saying no to four Right, that can cause just as bad yep. of repercussions that shit as turns if you... To the pretty little liars on your like, ass. Yeah, you could have you, you literally said yes to five or no to four and gotten the same results, which is chaos. Every single trip. So yeah. I do understand where a lot of people say it's not advisable to mess around in the workplace because optimal. there's a lot, there are a lot of problems <laughs> that can come from like that. Carmen San Diego, where they be trying to get the scoop. Because but, it's kind of like walking on eggshells unless mm-hmm. y'all, if y'all not married or like approaching that status, y'all literally are just, at the end of the day, even dating for however many years, y'all two single people fucking that work together. I yeah. think like, the funniest like, part is when that's she's just what it is. She's got to swallow it in. Knowing that she messed with you or you messed with her and she got to swallow it in and she can't, she can't say it. Yeah. I think that's the fun part when you sit there and you look at a woman that can't say it 
and can't like she can't tell nobody. She can't tell on the girls, but the girls still hitting on you, and she can't come out her mouth and say that's the name. You nah, be enjoying, you be enjoying <laughs> watching them, watching them squirm, bro. It's, not that. it's just funny. You should man. see. Yeah, hell yeah. When I come to work, this nigga had the Kool Aid grin. Yeah, I got these motherfuckers tripping today. <laughs> I think, especially certain. I feel like certain jobs are more prone for that than others. Yeah. Like, clearly, call centers are the top. Like that mm-hmm. that's the most wild, everybody smashing everybody, everybody doing the most. You got like I think I see that a lot with hospitals, you know, doctors and nurses or whatever, with they with the fact that they spend so much time with each yeah. other. A lot of craziness happens there. You know, there's usually those lists of jobs where it's like, Oh, they be wildin'. Yeah. But just to clarify, when I when I you know, when I got older, you know, I took that I took the other approach and it was just like I'm not talking to nobody. I'm not getting no. You know what I mean. I don't want nobody yeah. to have any leverage to act like, you know, they're closer to me or then like. So I was just cool with everybody. I wasn't messing with everybody. They became more like my sisters, if anything. You know what I mean. And I, I kept that clear. And even though sometimes people on the outside will look at it different, like, oh, you know, you hang with her and chill with her. It was like, nah, you don't even understand, bro. I, I ain't even gonna go that route because I don't want none of them problems with not her, not her, none of them. Yeah, that's what make work. The workplace toxic sometimes, yeah. though, is just the intergender friendships, though. I do hate that sometimes you literally can't have an intergender friendship without people uh, attaching speculation and gossiping and, and buzzing. I can't tell you how many times I done had to set some shit straight or, or deal with some shit because of a, you walking down the hall, literally having a conversation as an adult. So what? Y'all laughing and shit. So fucking what? We yeah. adults. Oh, yeah. I look cute like, together. Like, like I hate those adults, those grown ass people in corporate America. Like get a fucking life. High school. Like yeah, yeah. I think, but like, I think that's the thing that happens like, with a lot of adults where you keep people. I think. How do I say this? High school is very prominent. In the lives of Americans, if you notice, think about how many TV shows take place in high school. Think about how hyper focused on high school mainstream media is, right? Because of that time, it's a formative time in your life. I think when mm-hmm. adults spend too many hours cooped up with other adults, you start to regress back into high school, and that's what ends up happening. Like that's my personal view. I realize Never like, a bit like that, but you got you on to something with that. When you have people see the same people every day and do all of that type of stuff, you start to realize high school stuff starts to happen. Like, mm-hmm. there's the cool people, yep. there's the lames, there's the like, there's the not just popularity, but there's the oh, that's the guy in the office that everybody likes. Yeah. That's the girl in the office that everybody likes. They're the will they won't they couple that people just because they laugh with each other, everybody's like, I don't know, bro. They would be cute if they get together. Da da da. da. Yeah. I think that naturally <clears throat> happens when people are around each other for long enough. But, um, you know, if you guys have any thoughts or comments on that, go ahead and uh, hit us up, man. ReggieDaysRadio at gmail.com. We're going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break. But when we get back, we are going to jump into these listener letters, man. Stay tuned and rock with us. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
no, cause that shit don't belong in here You told me go to hell cause I was driving you crazy Bitch, I would drive you there Why would I need a stylist to pick out an outfit for me? I got mad, yeah, yeah Stacking up money like Jingo and Legos I sing what I can with a clock and a Draco I get a crypto like mini Barbados Losing my friends every day, I'm okay though It's been that way ever since I got famous We go back like two flats on the Maybach Money got niggas thinking I changed How are you making it so complicated? I could buy you a new ass, just say that Workers and Tiffany bags, okay then Still got bitches that owe me some favors Knowing young nigga got rags, baby Diamonds go blue like the Mavs, okay then They can take my sauce, I got too much flavor No over-exaggerating Don't feel embarrassed I was flipping your bitch in the air 50 on the Veneris Could've bought like a hundred my glass I can't even speak But thirties be helping me Concentrate She throwing it back In the back of my mind I'm like, what if the condom break? Huh? She whispering all in my ear I'm thinking about what I should wear Any appearance I'm pulling a fly Even if it's no cameras there I don't own the bands, I swear Pros and lambs, I swear My life is a movie My wrist is a chandelier Start getting my bands up In the mansions Living like I'm the Prince of Belair Do not come over here Looking for love anymore Cause that shit don't belong in here You told me go to hell Cause I was driving you crazy Bitch, I would drive you there Why would I need a stylist To pick out an outfit for me? I got I look at the man in the mirror He was wearing a hoodie I look at my shirt And that's not what I'm wearing It's scary Got a beach full of sand I drive in the city Like fast in the ferris With a tank in the earth It's already one up in the study I swear If I see you often I pick that on bottom air mm. Used to wear Michael Kors Now I got posts in the floors She told me it's yours It's just me and your baby girl She was rocking my world VVS is and pearls Give me up till she earth Started getting my bands up in the mansions Living like I'm the Prince of Belair Do not come over here looking for love anymore Cause that shit don't belong in here You told me go to hell cause I was driving you crazy Bitch, I would drive you there Why would I need a stylist to pick out an outfit for me? I got mad, yeah, huh? She whispering all in my ear I'm thinking about what I should wear Any appearance, I'm pulling up fly Even if it's no cameras there I don't own the bands, I swear Pros and lambs, I swear My life is a movie, my wrist is a chandelier that was a boogie with the hoodie man in the mirror let's get it Taking our time, taking our time to set that uh, vibe for you. Let's go. Take me to your crib and we can party all night. Let's do it, baby. Let's do it tonight. Take me to your crib and we can party all night. Let's do it, baby. Let's do it tonight. And I ain't no wild fuck with you. And I ain't no falling in love with you. It's the type of shit you expose me to. Side by side and mama said it's true Ain't nobody got you like I got you We move higher and higher You see what really matters Ain't nobody got you like I got you I've been touching the bag You climbing the ladder Baby, you can do it Take your time, do it right You can do it, baby Do it tonight You can take me to your crib You can ride it all night You can do it, baby Do it to me, do it to me Take me to your crib 
you guys for listening i thank you guys for kicking your feet up with us and going on this ride i hope you guys continue to enjoy yourselves let's get it baby you can do it take your time do it right you can do it baby do it tonight you can take it to your crib you can ride it all you can do it baby do it tonight man where else are y'all gonna get the best jams the smoothest voices, the best topics, the best conversations. Reggie Days Radio, Reality Bites. Ain't nobody got you like I got you. Ain't nobody got you like we got you, man. See what really matters. Ain't nobody got you like I got you. Yeah. I've been touching the bag, climbing the ladder. That was Don Tolliver. Do it right. Because if you're going to do it, got to do it right. Now, it's about that time for listener letters. There's another spot where if we had a drop, you know, we would uh, go ahead and play it right here. So, yet again, Radio at gmail.com. If you got any drops for us, if y'all want to submit anything, you know, we're going to work on our own. But not going to lie, if y'all submit something better, you know what I'm saying, let us know. So, this one is actually coming out of the UK. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hold on. Well... She's not in the UK anymore. She's in uh, Seattle, but she was in the UK. Shout out to both. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Here we go. All right. I wish I had the accent. I'd be able to kill this shit, but I ain't got it. I, I ain't for you know, embarrass myself. Yeah. She says, hey, boys, I haven't been listening long. I found your podcast on a road trip a few months ago and have been a super fan ever since. Your music choices are so good that I steal songs from your episodes and play them around my friends when we drink and go out. You wouldn't believe how many compliments I get now. I have two questions for you guys. First, Reggie, will you ever put out playlists and do music shows on any platform? I was just talking about that. That was my exact question. I was like, wow, we need some playlists. The way things just kind of, <laughs> even for myself, that I could bump when I'm in the car. Natural conversation. We got them hit. We be playing them hits, yo. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, one of the things that I do want to do, um, <clears throat> and big shouts out to the OG Ronald. He's been telling me to do this for the longest time. Start putting out more collectives of playlists and like mood based playlists, idea based playlists, and stuff like that. The same way that we curate a show and we're able to be like, okay, you know what? This show is about. X topic so I'm gonna throw these exact songs to go ahead and match the mood or sometimes even randomize playlists where it's like you know these are hot songs that just match each other's tempo or whatever is going on you know I do want to start exporting those and that is something that I can guarantee will be happening next season so there's Mm -hmm. that now as far as a platform here's where it gets difficult 
Um, I did a trial period for Amp Radio. Um, I didn't end up getting selected for a permanent show, uh, unfortunately. But I do, I do want to do another trial for Amp. So that right now is the only platform that I know of that allows people to do like full on. I can play full songs and no holding back and mm-hmm. no getting my episodes taken down and stuff like that. Other than AMP, um, I really don't know of any that wouldn't constitute having to make people download, like, you know, set up accounts and do all types of stuff. Like, I know there's uh, Umoja and a few other things, but most of those usually coincide with, like, working at a radio station. Mm. Now, after our past experience with radio stations, we're a little bit apprehensive on dealing with that type of, uh, yeah, you know, uh, corporate structure at this time. Mm-hmm. But if... As far as private entities, if you guys have any ideas, let's say you guys, you know, listen to some places where they allow people to do like full on songs and full, you know, things and they give the ability to do that. If if y'all have any suggestions for us outside of AMP, you know, go ahead and email that in. We'll take a look at it and we'll consider that. As far as right now, though, that's not really something that I was even really looking at more so because of the fact that... um in order for me to put a show together, I need to understand my base. I need to understand the platform that I'm using. And with a lot of these platforms, they don't really give you the ability to use the type of songs that I would want to play. Mm-hmm. So it it's different. Like even with Amp, uh, yeah. I can talk about this here. Amp doesn't have, you can't just play any song. You can only play the songs that Amp has legal rights to be able to play. Mm-hmm. So it becomes a little tricky. Yeah. Putting a putting a playlist together oh, or putting sense. a show together, especially for people like me and Reg, who that's where you get a you know, your music from. We we like deep cuts or like you know mixtape cuts and stuff like that, and that's where that type of stuff yeah. get tricky. So ideally, it would be cool for like say like for this whole season, we just had like a playlist, whether it was on like Spotify or anything, we could just like yeah. oh like could, like a season three playlist, like a season three or, playlist, season and four. Then, I know, I know on like Spotify, you mm-hmm. could, you know, you can share your playlist for other people to go and they can actually get your whole playlist. You know what I mean? That would be pretty cool. We used to do, do that on, like that. we that used to do hard, that on, on Spotify and Apple. You would have to have all those songs on there though. That would be hard. When we were on the radio and we had a radio show, what we were doing at the time was at the end of our radio show every night, we would export a playlist of everything that we mm-hmm. played that night as an Apple playlist as well as a Spotify playlist. Mm-hmm. So that was something that we were doing at a period of time. It's not difficult for us to do now. I just got to figure out scheduling, like when would I want to release these? How frequently would I want to release them? It's more so just figuring out how I want to execute something like that. But yeah, it's definitely on the way for season five. So that that is half a yes, half a no. Yes to the playlist. As far as the whole amp radio thing, I don't know. That's not up to me. I can submit again. TBD. Yeah, that's to be determined. And, and it's not up to me to say yes or no with that. They have to accept me. They have to want me. So, And if you guys feel like you know they should be a little bit more open-minded to what I got to offer, blow them up. Go ahead and Tear blow them up. up. You know, they got an Instagram. They got a Twitter. They got email. Go ahead and blow them up and ask for me. You know, anytime you guys want to see us do anything, go ahead and hit these people up. They got a Twitter, Instagram, whatever email address blow them up and ask for reggie days radio tag you know everything throw some links to the podcast tell them they need to tighten up we with you man y'all are, y'all are our army yeah, yeah. we appreciate it, y'all. trying to kick in them doors man Do so different 
that was the sure. first question. Like she said, uh, I have two questions for you guys. Now, second, I have a bit of a personal dilemma that I'd love to hear your take on. I've been seeing a guy for a while now, and things have been going well. We met a year ago on a birthday trip to Bali for my best girlfriend. We hit it off on the trip and exchanged numbers. My girlfriend, the birthday girl, introduced us during an excursion. Since we both didn't have partners for the rowing portion, and she encouraged us to continuously pair up for the different activities throughout that weekend. Afterward, I kept in contact with him and would gush to her over the phone about how amazing he was and how badly I wanted to see him. Living in Essex, 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 why does that sound familiar? That's, it's, it's over there in UK. That's like, yeah, that's like London or something. Somewhere like that, in the UK, right? that's yeah. all I know. Yeah. Living in Essex, I didn't think a relationship would be possible since I'm only in America for a few weeks out of the year. Mm-hmm. But love prevailed, and my job offered me a foreign correspondence. Uh, my job offered me a foreign correspondence position that allowed me to relocate to Seattle, where he lives. We've now been living together for roughly half a year and are madly in love. Last week, while talking about our relationship, my boyfriend revealed something to me that he thought I knew this entire time. When we met. He was actively sleeping with my best friend and had been sleeping with her for two years. I was stunned. She never told me. I thought she set us up to partner throughout the trip just because we were single and needed partners for activities. But he thought that she was doing so to have me, quote unquote, babysit him and keep him away from interacting with the other women on the trip. Now, I feel so confused. She knew how I felt about him and never told me their history. Why? Should I confront her? Should I keep it to myself? Was this just a misunderstanding? Was this malicious? I would really appreciate your guidance on this one. I really want to know your perspective on why somebody would keep something like this versus saying it. Thank you guys for all that you do. Much love. And call me the Duchess of Essex. Shout out to the Duchess, Duchess of Essex. Bro, 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 um, bro. I really kind yeah, of that's feel crazy. for you that that's the that's story. Crazy. But I think in good faith, hey, Reggie should answer this first. Uh, okay. <laughs> and we'll just kinda, you should Reggie should answer this first or last? Because we're going to need some, some real intellectual shit after this one. Well, we could. Say we all shit. got. I'm we are intellectual. Damn, I gotta go first. You know what I mean. What these niggas be doing Reg, all the time. Reggie gonna dissect and break it down. You know what I'm saying? Um, I yeah, that's yo, that's wild. Like that is kind of like low key messed up in a way. Um, I don't but like that's it. How, that's I, don't, how, yeah, I, I don't like it. I don't like, like it. And and to get me wrong, like, I, wait, hmm. See, because I've been in situations where it was like, okay, maybe I did have a little something with somebody, and we're just completely friends now. We mm-hmm. came, no blame, but that's not this that's situation. Not, she said sleep, they, still sleeping together, blah, blah blah. Which is he was on the trip as let's, he as was a, on the trip, trip as her, her shorty. But maybe they her really work. weren't together. Her, her work, but that don't mean yeah. they were together though. They, they weren't together. together. They, they weren't. You got to be right. together for the rest. So to like, I I I don't know. It's kind of weird to me because I got a homegirl that did something like that way back in the end, and I'm kind of like, why do you keep trying to hook me up with your homegirls like? When we just did something last night, like, I, I just thought it was weird. You know what I mean? Something like, strange for a little piece of change. Now you're trying to give me to your friends. Yeah, but like, like, come on, bro. That's like, I don't know. I, I do think something's kind of something's off it's, with that. It's 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 shady, in a way. It's it's kind of shady. Then, but how, how did he question her? Like, how did he say like when they started hitting it off? 
and uh-huh. they were talking or whatever, and they figured they like each other. He didn't think to mention like. What she just said or dude, What she just said though Let me know that he Thought she knew He thought she was in on it Like that she knew that He was the friend's work or whatever But they just were clicking I'm not gonna Cause she said the way he brought it him. up to her uh-huh. She said the way he brought it up to her was like He obviously thought I knew That's what she just said She was like He thought I've been dude, new I hate to drop these jewels But it's just facts I hope that he's telling the truth, but he could be playing dumb and keeping it player. If he's playing it dumb, why do he bring it up now, though? Because he's not—it's not like oh, he's about to get caught. It's not like they, she said they were having a conversation about their relationship. So here's what I picture. Yeah, I picture this is you laid up with your shorty, right? And you know how y'all have those like remember us conversations, like yeah. where you kind of recap some shit. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. We're talking about how, oh, yeah, you know, when we were first kicking it, da-da-da-da, you remember the trip and this and that. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, da-da-da-da, you know, you was babysitting me, keeping the uh, the shorties off of me for your friend. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, yeah, I was knocking her down. You ain't know? Wait, what? Record scratch now. Shit just gets <laughs> mad different. I don't know, but she made it sound like they was clicking there and like they- They were clicking there. there and, they- and that's why she's confused. Yeah, like, nah, I don't, I don't well, feel like you, you wouldn't have been clicking in that way- <laughs> Like you know, if if you were talking to the friend or whatever, blah blah, blah like I don't think it would have been that type of situation. Like somebody would have said something, here, this or is... I would have approached it different. Like I would approach it like you trying to like you basically you you over here trying to be security and see what I'm doing with other women, blah blah blah. blah. So why would I be like flirting with you, knowing that it's like a setup? You see what I'm saying? Some, I mean, here's the thing: if they were clicking but not overtly flirting, you could get away with it. And here's what I mean by that. Some people are just charming motherfuckers, bro. And I've had that situation occur where I could see, especially if it's a bubblier personality, if let's say y'all are doing these activities together, because that's another thing. This is not just sitting around. This is not just at the club. You're not bumping and grinding on each other. Y'all are separate and y'all are doing two people activities or whatever. So she might be with whatever guy or whatever. Let's say her sister's on the trip or her whatever. You guys are all doing rowboating. So it's two people to a boat doing X, Y, and Z. Gently down. You, you see what I'm saying? Y'all are having the conversation of where you from? Da 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 da. Oh, word! I know da 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 da. And y'all are y'all are hitting it off. Y'all are having these moments, this and that. I think <laughs> I could see a dude still, even if let's say he wasn't being innocuous. Like let's say he wasn't just shooting the shit. He was really shooting at her. You can shoot comfortably if there's distance. Right. I've mm-hmm. been in For in sure. a position before where. You know, Sheen was there. I'm out and about, and let's say I'm with a girl that's my current work or whatever, and some old work show up. You can shoot at one and then shoot at the other and maneuver, bounce back and forth in the same room and be perfectly fine. Right. Yeah. If you know how to keep it play and not do too much, you, you can make it happen. That's true. I mean, if, you just, if I was to say, I would say, yo, your friend, that's <clears throat> kind of fucked up on her friend's behalf, but she can't, she got to give her friend a pass because... She basically set her up with the love of her life. So you just got to let it, I mean, let it go. But you don't know why, though. I think I think it's, her, her questions are valid where it's like. It's weird, man. Um, what if it is malicious? How do we it, know? 
We you not she not gonna know unless she asks for that transparency, look her in the eye. She can't even do that through text or phone. She gotta look her in the eye and have that conversation woman to woman. I would, real pass, sh- I would real, pass like my one of my what, broskies like something. Like, it's, it's, it is weird she way, but if but I feel like yo I got you. If I feel but, like man, like bro, she's a better fit for you, like you guys fit together, like But you gonna say not? that, right? You gonna tell your man that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You gonna there you, you go. that's that there eliminate it ain't it don't minimize what you're saying, but it eliminate that variable yeah. of of that, no, because what Shorty should have did here, should have did here, if she wasn't trying to come off shady, and like I said, maybe Shorty really naive or whatever, because there are women and or and men that are just that naive where it's like, all right, boom, they together, they don't, I don't need to communicate that it's not gonna be weird as long as I don't say nothing or whatever. But in the long, if you really logically think it, you know, later on somewhere that this shit's gonna come up, it, or it's gonna surface somehow one way or another. What Shorty really should have did at the end of the day was keep it a bean if that's really because if that's really your friend if you really care about your friend you know that somehow subconsciously it's selfish to let her like and gush over a dude or like i said a man or woman you know it's fucked up to let them gush over somebody that you know you were smashing you supposed to at least be at least that transparent of you know how shit would go down in in high school or whatever time people in your life people deserve to know yeah. people people deserve to know if you if you my man you my brother and we came across the same thing we gonna be like, yo, you know, Shorty, Shorty gave me the buns back in the day, but it's cool now. It's all good. That's that's, of- that's fair because you gonna feel like you put your friend in the position of feeling like a duck, uh, or, yeah. or or yeah. you know, feeling just depleted because it's like I might not approach this shit the same. Like Shorty, she in love with dude or really like him now, but maybe she would have just treated it like a fling work if she would have known. Okay, well my homegirl was hitting that. She she gave him a good review. Whatever the case may be, I'm going to go have fun or like how niggas do. She or, need, she or what if? What if another what if cuz we have a friend like this who actually told us about a, sim- a situation yeah. similar recently. What if she's one of those people who that's a a a boundary of hers where she's like I don't deal <laughs> with ex work wow. of my friends. Yeah. Bingo, and then at that point, now you violated that. Yeah, you violated. You that. you definitely violated that, and that's why you should have that conversation. You should owe that person that much level of respect because that's a respect thing. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, friendship, maintenance, however you want to put it, there's a level of respect. If you really my man, you really my homegirl. Like speaking for women or whatever the case may be. If I was having you know relations with somebody, and now you really like this person. Or whatever, it ain't no fling thing. You see that I really like this person, and even if it's a fling thing, it's just social responsibility to be like, yo, to be honest, I used to sleep with such and such, just so you know. So it ain't nothing awkward if we ever in the same spot. If he started looking at me funny, batting the eye, or she started doing all this other stuff, it, it just needs to this, be known. It needs to be known. Yeah. If She's that way, if some energy come out, don't know energy throw nobody off. If you done already set the precedent of I used to hit that. She should go back to our uh, what was it, our Migo episode mm-hmm. where we had kind of, when we talked about the whole like Migos and them breaking up because of the, the yeah. shorty. She go back and there's a lot of good pointers you, in there. You and it's, kept... the same, it's the same concept, you know, just reverse, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, you're right, man. You got to be transparent. If she's your friend and, and y'all claim y'all good friends like that, then she should be transparent. And if she wasn't, maybe y'all really not friends. That that was very misleading to just let y'all get that serious in the relationship, only to like you know. She kept it player in a sense, but if y'all really like friends and not associate, like she did the right associate shit to do. Like we know each other or whatever. I don't really owe you that level of respect, but if you my mans or she your homegirl like that, the respectable thing to do would have been 
at some point before it got too far of letting it be known. I, I wonder what his reaction. We used to, we used to, we used to, you know, get it in. We used to. <laughs> I know, yo, I, you know what's funny? I could tell, like, in it's funny because she took it well. But it I'm seemed fair, like she is. It seemed it, like she is. But when it comes to, I can guarantee you, I've been in that position before where you're talking to your girl about something. You're like, wait, you didn't know. I know that his heart sank to his ass. Oh yeah, I feel bad for Brody if he was really keeping it like honest with Shorty. Like yo, because he you thought didn't know? they were on some shit together, like they were in right. on because, it, and, and he was the duck. Because now it, it looked like you got to try to not look like a piece of shit. Because now the the stakes are high. If you if he really like her and want to keep her, the stakes are high. Where he could lose her at the whim of a conversation between them two now. Exactly. What if she decides mm. to lie on him? That bi- what if she tries to cover her tracks? What if it, fem- like he got lucky? I'll tell you this: he got lucky that she wasn't one of those. There are certain there are certain times I've had conversations with women where I realize that they are, you know how people hmm, people love to give women credit for this one thing. They always say oh, women are the greatest detectives. Women are the greatest sleuths. They can break down anything. This and that. Sleuth I think my ass. Here's my thing. I believe. That women are as good of the de- of a detective as real cops, as in you see how many like fucked up cases there are. You see yeah, how easy it is for cops. the wrong nigga to end up in jail. Yeah. Like women are dirty cops. The thing is, talk about it. You're not a great detective just because you're suspicious as shit. Like you're not a great detective just because no matter what a guy says you'll find a way to flip what he said and then plant some drugs on him. You see why I saved him for last? <laughs> you did save his ass. That was smooth. I, I've had some <laughs> terrible, terrible situations where you're trying to communicate with a woman, something basic. Let's say it's not even something that big or that deep or whatever, and you tell her just some small truth, and she takes it Ooh. and tries to turn it into... So that means that you and she now all of a sudden it's like I'm telling her, hey, just to be real, I was jaywalking. All of a sudden in her mind, she was like, so you was selling crack. And I'm like, wait, 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 what? How did we get nah, to this? Is that your sister? Yeah. Or your real sister? Your blood sister? Or that's just a sister you fuck with? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So a sister I fucked. He got lucky that he was able really? to have that conversation with her. Really? And you know what she did? She took everything that, that he said in. And she only stayed in reality. So here's what she did. And this is what actual good communication is. Not that bullshit that women like to pretend is good communication, which is taking in what you say and then, and then doing that. So what you're really saying is, and then flipping what you said. No, real good communication. Yeah. When you're actually listening to somebody, she looked at him. She saw his body language. Mm-hmm. She listened to the words that he was saying. She looked at the way that he reacted Cause th- think about how she told us. She was like, "He looked genuinely surprised that I wasn't in on it." So that means she's taking everything into consideration of his perspective. Yeah, that's so important in a situation like this, and even right. situations to come. To be honest, because there's too many times where I've had a conversation with a woman and, and shared how I felt about something, only for her. Backfire. To diminish diminish my perspective on my situation. Like, I'm telling her how I feel about something. She will diminish that, and she will put more importance on how she felt about what I said than what I said. So what you're trying to say is she took your gun, shot you, and then wiped her prints off. <laughs> That's what it feel like. Yeah. That's what it feel like. No, no. She took my gun, shot herself. Oh, damn. Yeah. She would just jump to conclusions. 
yeah. jump immediately to the conclusion that everybody's against her and that everybody's yeah, yeah. in trouble. And it becomes a shit storm. Man, she needed to just, because of the situation, she needed to just be with the dude and she needed to just keep old girls and associate and just push her away and, and just live your life with him. Y'all move, y'all live together, do what y'all gotta do and just keep her on the outside. I don't think, even trying to resolve this issue could bring so much more issues and it could <laughs> just ruin something that's good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From the sound of it. So just stay focused on what you gotta stay focused on and then just kind of let let that just push that out what? there, you know. If you got some questions and maybe he be truthful about them, he'll answer them by all means. But to include her now into the situation, I mean, forget that. If she I, wasn't saying shit before, ain't no point in asking her. For so shit. you're I saying feel, just move forward, hell yeah, ignore move it, forward, move forward, man. I, you, I feel you, um, and maybe that's not terrible advice, but I think get go ahead and get your clarity. See how she responds. Keep it clear, even if she, she bold face lie to you. I feel like because you asking us. So you already wanted some clarity anyway. So, so you're saying so, her asking us means it means something to her. Obviously, yeah, she wanted to so know. So I would say I go, mean, yeah. go ahead and get your... Seems like you got a good head on your shoulder. So go ahead and get your answers and observe and act accordingly based on what Shorty give you or whatever. You, not, you don't owe her a forgiveness, but if you want to because that's who you are, that's what's up, you don't owe her shit. You just want to hear what she got to say about this. And who knows? Maybe her version of things might make sense to you. Like what? Like we right. don't know her don't reasoning. Jump the gun. We don't know anything. I mean, she, it's clearly she's asking for advice. So I don't think she's jumping the gun. No, I'm not her. I'm saying like like. Yeah. Um, I just think he should. I think whatever questions mm-hmm. kind of into that whole si- their situation, he should be able to answer. Now, as far as her situation with her, I mean, yeah, that that's completely. It should, it should basically when I feel like it should be a point where it don't involve. If she's gonna have that conversation with. Her, then don't involve him in it. If it's going exactly. to be a conversation with him, then don't involve her in it. Don't make it a three-way debate. Just make it a me and her or me and him type situation. Yeah, and focus on it, your friendship. Exactly. Don't focus on the relationship. But Fo- the, focus the on dude what? is external, but he's a part of the internal issue. No, because then now you got crossfire. Now you got her maybe lying about something he said or trying to get clarification on different things. Whereas you don't want that. You don't, but... One don't go without the other. You can't it, like it's you, possible. What if she lied? Can, what if she lied? You can't keep it where all right. I address my man or whatever the case may be. That's where that is. It's woman to woman issue, but it's because of a, something internal, which is we have this. We've shared the same work, but you also, so you can't dodge. You also put in more things in your head too, and that also can cause a lot more like distress on it because now. She's telling you certain things, and now you trying to piece things together and trying to figure it out. And you're you're, she gonna be going crazy. I, I think feel- I think where Chef is coming from, and I kind of feel this myself. I think there's a danger in forgetting what the main thing is, and exactly. I think that's what he's saying mm-hmm. when he's like, "Don't do the crossfire thing." Once you've had that conversation with your guy, you guys come to whatever the feeling is. You understand where he's coming from. You understand his story. It's over. Move on. Now, as far as on her end, your relationship with her is your friendship with her. And if you feel like she violated your friendship at that moment, you need to focus on why either A, she did violate it, or B, if she says she didn't, why she feels like she didn't violate it. None of those details have anything to do with the guy. Mm -mm. Because guess what? At that time, A, the guy was single, and B, that guy was, you know, doing whatever he was doing with her and not you. So he's a piece of the puzzle, though. but not in that conversation. In that conversation, if I'm talking to my friend about how I feel about how my friend treated our friendship, 
yes, that person is in the story, but that person is only a tool. Nothing that person is not sure. involved in the story. That person ain't no different than a plot point. So at that point, keep it what it is, which is right. I need to know what was going through your mind when you made this decision. I heard you. Uh, That's yeah. all. Okay. Everything outside of that don't matter. Right. Not how, how your relationship with him was, how how many years, nah, nah, you had, like you all that all extra that. shit. That's but, sauce. But, that, but that comes. That's but that, that comes from curiosity. not keeping. Right. That when comes you, from not keeping it separate. Right. Because here's the problem. Let's say you don't take our advice, right? And you just go and have the conversation without that idea of blocking those excess things out. That's how you get to all those other right. points of conversation. You're gonna want to you know need, more. You need to know what it is that you guys are talking about and keep it to that topic and leave it alone. I respect leave it that. to just that. Sounds like this this young lady, um, the the Duchess, got enough emotional intelligence though, because she came to us before she flied off the handle anyway. Because a lot of times women try to do this investigative shit and take matters in their own hands and then ask what they should have did. So shout out to her for coming to yeah, for sure. to us and fucking what 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 we have to say or be willing to. Yeah, most definitely, man. But uh, thank you, thank you, Duchess, for uh, submitting that. Uh, Listener letter, it 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 definitely that was a good one. That it, was definitely, it definitely a good one. Was. And it hit kind of close to home, you know. Um, I kind of wish that one homie was uh, available. We would have definitely. I feel like she would have had a lot to say mm. about this this topic. But we gonna leave that one Damn, alone. We can't get her on the Damn, pod. homie. <laughs> Give us her number. Let us, let us go. You know what? You yeah. want me? I should I should just you know that just would in be case. cool. Let, yeah. me see, let me see if she got. Let me see if she's available. Let us call she not, your she friend. Not, we won't, we won't, we won't, everything disclosed. Yo. Hey, Sirak, you got uh, about 10 minutes? Uh, sure. All right, so we are live, just so you know. Um, this is Reggie of Reggie Days Radio calling you for an episode of Reality Bites. Sirak Obama, a.k.a. Siwa Obama, a Creole Paskin Deuce. How you doing tonight, ma'am? I'm, I'm good. I'm just playing video games, but, but okay. Sirak, All right, so, Sirak, the guys are here. We are reading a listener letter that we thought might resonate with you, and we had a listener that asked us for some advice, so I'm going to go ahead and read it to you, okay? Okay. So she had two points. Um, her first point was a question directly to us. The second point, however, is a story that I think would interest you. So I'm going to go ahead and read this from the top. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. So. A few moments later. Now, I feel so confused. She knew how I felt about him and never told me their history. Why? Should I confront her? Should I keep it to myself? Was this just a misunderstanding or was this malicious? I would really appreciate your guidance on this one. Thank you guys for all that you do. Call me the Duchess of Essex. Now, what do you think? <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That's crazy how close that hit. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't think I don't think the the best friend meant anything malicious by keeping it a secret. Um, I feel like, I guess, in the era of sneaky links, it's supposed to be a secret. Um, I just feel like it's weird when you keep those kind of secrets from your best friend. And then your best friend is telling you, hey, I kind of like this guy, and you still don't say anything. Um, me, personally, I feel like her best friend should have told her. 
And that's how I felt in my situation is in my situation as well. So I feel like the best friend should have told you because that's your best friend. It's not somebody that you know. Yeah, I just I just mess with you once in a while or whatever. You literally called the girl your best friend, and I feel like that's just a, a disclosure that you should. Those are conversations that you should have with your best friend. You Word. know, but I don't think she was malicious. Hold on, Chef got a question for you. Uh-huh. No, so I, so what what do you think she should do now about the situation after, you know, talking to him and and you know. Um, I would say I would say like talk to the best. I would I brought it up. So, I would think I would you can't just have like underlying like emotions cuz it's going to make you feel a certain way and you're just going to have resentment. So, I do feel like you should bring it up to your best friend. So she should definitely bring it up to her best friend and say, hey, I find this out. Why didn't you tell me? And then based on her answer, you can decide whether you still want to fuck with that person or not. Observe and act accordingly. Right. But right. Should, should any of it bounce back on him? Is he, is he on a free slate? Should, he shouldn't have to be penalized for none of it, right? He was the one who, well, he was the one who told her, right? So yeah. it's not like he was trying to hide anything. So I don't feel like mm, he point. would be... Um, I mean, unless he was actually dating the other girl. No, nah, you know? he he said that um uh, he said that they were sleeping together, um and pretty much like just smashing for two years. Okay, I mean if if it was just a sneaky link thing, then then I don't see why. Well, even even though the fact that he brought it up, he he said, "Oh, I thought you knew," but still, he's the one who brought it up because he wanted to be op- um you know honest or whatever. So I don't feel like the guy is in should be in trouble at all but i know probably some women would feel like the man is is the problem but it's it's not really his fault he's not the he wasn't your best friend he he just met the girl yeah so of course you wouldn't disclose that information to somebody you just <clears throat> met you know mm-hmm. just because you're on a on a trip with them or whatever you're not going to go around being like hey by the way i sleep with the girl that that is <laughs> you know right that's weird but your best friend that's a different story you know so, nah, I don't real. think the guy—the guy's not in trouble. The guy—the guy didn't do anything wrong. Respect, respect. I did not expect. Look, look at you shout maturing. Out, shout out to Sirac. Look, look at Sirac's down. Wow, that's crazy. Therapy been working, that's, man. I, I've been going to therapy for a very long time. I've always been—I've always been sound of mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna let you get that lie off, dog. I'm gonna holler at you later. Hey, hey, what, hey, hey what, ga- what game you playing over there? Whoa. No. What, what game you playing over there? What game are you playing? Right. She over there getting cooked. That's why she paused. What, what game are you playing? Um, well, I'm playing Stardew Valley. It's okay. not a not a like a oh ex- like a big game or nothing like that. Gotcha, I've just been gotcha. chilling all day. All right, man, but thank you. Thank you for uh taking your time out and talking to the people. Go ahead and pub anything you want to pub real quick. Of course. Um, follow me at Sirac Obama three hundred five. I have a whole bunch of ideas. I don't know. I may or may not execute them, but you know, just follow me and see see if I do. All right, bet. <laughs> Go ahead and have a good night. You know, we'll holler at you later. Thank you again. Thank you, Rock. All right. Bye. Night, guys. Good night. Night. All right. Well, you know, we definitely had to phone a friend real quick, and as she was in that exact position, a little bit different, but close enough. You know. She was somebody who we definitely needed to tap in with that. You know, ain't it crazy how time heals all wounds? Because me and Sheem had this conversation with her maybe, was it a month ago? A month and a half? One too long ago. One too long ago. She was red hot. Red hot. 
completely yeah. different energy. But time, man, just time sit heals. on it a little bit. Give yourself a little time to chill. And maybe that's part of, you know, your process before hollering at her before, you know, you don't want to come in, come in it just angry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just don't don't get, shout Keisha. Yeah. Actually just talk to her. Give her a little space, yeah. you know, chill. Think about how you feel. Really sit with it for a while before you even chop it up. That could help, too. Yeah. Hey, man, just I want, I'm, just let us know how it go. I want. Uh, yeah, I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious. curious. Let me think about it. I wish you well, but hold that king down hey, for being transparent. Yeah, I was about to say, other than that, man, stay happy, man. You exactly. You in a happy situation. Yeah. You know, f- forget anything that don't matter. Keep that happy situation rolling. King, we're glad that, you know, you make her happy. I hope you listen, too, and it's yeah. not just her. You know, it seems like mostly people's girlfriends listen to us. The, the boyfriends need to listen to us, bro. Yeah, gentlemen, keep tapping in. You know, I, I love my you lady listeners, saying? of course, but it's like, you know come on, saying? guys. So, so we could get some gentleman topics So we could get our shit off But you know what's funny I'd be feeling like girls don't share this What they do So that they could uh, send the listener letters And sell out <laughs> Oh Or so You know what could. I'm saying Like they know they could get away with Cause can you imagine Let's say her dude is a listener And he's like Hey that's me Right yeah like, I think that too <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I be thinking that I'm, I think that And I'm on the, on the podcast You know what I mean like, Let me <laughs> I ain't never look at it like that, but yeah, I can see that. Like having to talk theoretically. Like, yeah, for yeah. real. Theoretically speaking, if it was me, right, I was in this situation. Yo, there's been so many <laughs> times that I'd be about to like ruin my life on the pod, and Sheem look yeah. at me and just shake his head. I'll be about. I'll be trying to say this nigga, man, jump overboard. But you know, hey, that, that's why when y'all yeah. get at me of keeping certain the, shit. I used to say Sheem the truth, the truth, the truth <laughs> will the set truth. you free. The truth. But it oh, might get man. you in more trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Back to his accent. Yo, this shit funny, bro. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> this was a good episode. This was fun to do. Uh, yes, I yes. hope everybody enjoyed themselves out there, man. This was fun. This was fun. I had a good time, man. Yet another episode. I hope everybody has been uh, enjoying themselves. Going ahead and uh, setting the vibes before we leave. to get up, get out, and get something. Don't let the days of your life pass by. You need to get up, get out, and get something. Don't spend all your time trying to get high. You need to get up, get out, and Man, I hope everybody out there has been enjoying this episode. Um, we really put this stuff out as motivation. We hope that everybody out there is chasing their dreams and doing what they need to do. You know, I understand that we're in the fourth quarter. I understand that you know, for those who are in school, they're, they're dealing with finals right now. For those who are at work, they're dealing with that time before taxes hit, that time before quarterly you know, raise, the quarterly raise and performance reports and all that type of stuff. Everybody's grinding in their own special way. We got Christmas around the corner for those who are, you know, mamas and daddies and you got to play Santa and, you know, all those people who you, you might be the man of the house and you got to make sure that your lady is happy. You're the lady of the house and you got to make sure your king feels appreciated. We all got our, our stresses. We all got these things that we're pushing for and we put out a pod as people that we want to give you the energy we want to give you the life source to be able to get out get out and do what you need to do i think that when we as podcasters sit down and put a show together just know that you're in mind like whether it be mind body spirit you know we try to do these things 
in order to help you get through your workday. You know, we were shouting out people earlier. We got office people that listen to us. We got teachers mm-hmm. that listen to us between classes while you're dealing with these, you know, disrespectful rugrats. You got mm-hmm. kids that listen to us in order to, you know, figure out what 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 an OG is talking about. You know, I was one of those yeah. people who I always say I was 0 for 2 when it came to father figures. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody had a dad in the house not everybody has somebody that they could look at and call dad that was somebody that was even respectable or that you should be listening to yeah but real. i do know that we want to give everybody something that is valuable somebody something that helps them feel good throughout the the week whatever it is that you get out of us we're glad to provide it all facts I go by the name of Reggie Days, man, and this has been yet another episode of Reality Bites. Today, I've been joined by my right-hand man. Shame the dream. And we've also been joined by... Chef, what it do? Coming right up at you. Later days. You need to get up, get out, and get something. Don't let the days of your life pass by. You need to get up, get out, and get something. Don't spend all your time trying to get high. You need to get up, get out, and get something. How will you make it if you never even try? You need to get up, get out, and get something. Cause you and I got to do for you and I. I don't recall ever graduating at all. Sometimes I feel I'm just a disappointment to y'all. Every day I just lay around and I can't be found. Always asking if me some living life like a bum. Times is rough. My auntie got enough problems of her own. You supposed to be grown. I agree. I try to be the man I'm supposed to be. But negative fatigue is all you seem to ever see. I admit I've done some dumb shh. And I'm probably gonna do some more. You shouldn't hold that against me though. Why not? My music's all that I got, but sometimes I'm speaking just for this to be manifested. I know you know what I'm gonna say this to you. I get high, but I don't get too high. So what's the limit supposed to be? That must be why you can't get yourself up out the bed before three. You need to get up, get out, cut that bull out. Ain't you sick and tired of having to do it out? And what up with all these questions? You act as though you know something I don't. Do you have any suggestions? Cause every job I get is cruel and demeaning. Sick of taking trash out and toilet bowl cleaning. But I'm also sick and tired of struggling. I never ever thought I'd have to resort to drug smuggling. Nah, that ain't what I'm about. See, no one just continue trapping in this route without any doubt or fear. I know the Lord ain't brought me this far so he can drop me off here. Then I make myself clear. You need to get up, get out, and get something. Don't let the days of your life pass by. You need to get up, get out, and get something. Don't spend all your time trying to get high. You need to get up, get out, and get something. How will you make it if you never even try? You need to get up, get out, and get something. Cause you and I got to do for you and I Well, uh, get up, stand up, so what said you pinhead? See, when I was a youngster, used to wear them country pro kids My mama made me do it, but the devil, he made me smart Taught me to jack them weak suckers, but they hooded starters In the middle school, I was a bigger fool I wore a tank top to show off my tattoo, thought it was cool I used to hang out with my daddy's brothers I call them my uncles, they taught me how to smoke herb I followed them when they ran numbers So in a sense, I was Rosemary's baby And then I learned to 
competition between a brick and a lady girl. I treat them all like those. See, I pimped them. Which never had my money, so I never whipped them. Wait, see, all the players came and all the players went. A player ain't a gangster, but a player can't handle his business. You need to get up, get out, get something, smoke out. Cause it's all about money, money, money. Yeah, I said it. A pimp spoke plats in the Braves. Had I hang with Rico away, cause the dungeon is where the funk's at. Why? I'm too to organize, cause they raised me. I'm also down with the face, cause LA Reed, yeah, he pays me. And it's cool, yeah, it's real cool. Get paid, pack pockets, and all that other fat stuff like that, yeah. You need to get up, get out, and get something. Don't let the days of your life pass by. You need to get up, get out, and get something. Don't spend all your time trying to get high. You need to get up, get out, and get something. How will you make it if you never even try? You need to get up, get out, and get something. Cause you and I got to do for you and I. A lot of people in my past tried to do me, screw me, throw me over in the fire, let me get chunky and charged. Like a piece of wood in the spirits, got the mutants mine. I'm getting paranoid, steady looking for the time. It's said in the morning and ain't nobody up yet. I got my loan judge, get my coat and throw my ball cap. I'm headed out the door to get off in my ride. I'm digging through the ashtray, hoping to have a good day. I have Jamaica's best. And when I light it up, I hear a voice in my head. Now I know it's on. My day has finally started. Back up in my crib, beat my grits, break out quick in my slick. 84's Orlando Bills, steady bouncing out the point to Camerton Road, the valley of the south side flow. Everybody know about that killer that we call Blow. So keep your eyes peeled for the Cobra unit, cause they know for jumping out of black Chevy trucks and through the ball. Here comes the red dogs, I'm busting out around the corner in my hole. Dipping from the area, I'm scared. So one of these bitches might wind up dead. Cause I have no time for jail Clapping cops, Gelgin Bell And Crooked Face Cambo Got the whole country Thinking that my city is the big lick for 96 94 Big Gip Goody Mo Outcast A vision from the past My white owls are burning kinda slow You need to get up, get out and get something Don't let the days of your life pass by You need to get up, get out and get something don't spend all your time trying to get high. You need to get up, get out, and get something. How will you make it if you never even try? You need to get up, get out, and get something. Cause you and I got to do for you and I. Y'all telling me that I need to get out and vote, huh? Why? Ain't nobody black running but crack curves, so why I got to register? I'm thinking of better stuff to do with my time. Never smelled the aroma of diploma, but I write the deep best rhymes. So let me take y'all way back to women jamming, stayed in Southwest Atlanta, A. Y'all could not tell me nothing, thought I hit that bottom rock. At age 13, start working at that loading dock. Then laying my mama off of work, General Motors tripping, but I come home bank like Hank from licking and dipping, doing dumb things, not knowing what I know now. Yeah, that petty stuff will have you cased up and locked down. I dip over to East Point, still acting a fool, wasting my time in the school. I'd rather be shooting pool. Cool is how I played the 10th grade. I thought it was all about macking guns and wearing pimp face. Instead of being in class, I'd rather be up in some ass, not thinking about them six courses that I need to pass. Graduation rolled around like rolling police. Damn, that's messed up. I should've listened when my mom told me that if you play now you're gonna suffer later figure she was talking yang yang so i paid her no attention and kept missing the point she tried to poke me with the dope but that i get the more i'm feeling broke as shit <laughs> but that don't matter though i am an o u t cast so get up off your ass you need to get up get out and get something 
get something. Don't spend all your time trying to get high. You need to get up, get out, and get something. How will you make it if you never even try? You need to get up, get out, and get something. Cause you and I got to do for you and I. You need to get up. 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 You need to get up.